movie guys love movies. Any comments made about Chris Christie's balls being referred to as the Jersey Boys are purely for entertainment purposes only. It's a slow news week. <laughs> That's the joke we open with. That's a good one. <laughs> Chris Christie's balls. That's a good one. I liked it. It's satirical. So see, a lot of that. The show's going to be a lot of that. Oh my God, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, if you wanted to welcome in an introduction as a guest, that's a good one, I guess. <laughs> I think we've set the pace. Yeah. Set the tone. Right. Yeah. yeah. I Absolutely. just love that, you know, Chris Christie is, like you said, still a topic. Like, you guys are just going to... You're gonna sure. carry Chris Christie into every show. <laughs> yeah, he was just on the Tonight Show. The guys, was he? oh, that's he's on the true. apology. He was. You're right. He, his apology, apology tour, tour, but it You're has right. to be two years so he can run for president. Right. You Absolutely. can't just be on. I made a month. I'm, everything's good now. He's got to keep apologizing. A lot of crow. You eat yeah. a lot of crow. And he loves to eat. He's, 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 he's an a eater. Man. He's, he's an a eater. Man. He's a bigger fella. He said he was on the Tonight Show, and then he started to say he apologized. But I thought you were about to say he was also on the evening at the Apollo. <laughs> His whole career right now is basically a night at the Apollo. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling movie guy's empire. Ed, have you noticed that you, the older you get, the younger your girlfriends get, soon you'll be dating sperm. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, bits, special guests, and more as we broadcast from the Admirals Club in a growing community they call Burbank Airport Adjacent. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week. Basically, search The Movie Guys anywhere you like on the internets and Googles, and we come right up. iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Stitcher. And, of course, themovieguys.net. Absolutely free. And we encourage you to subscribe where you can. And if you do, still, no charge. Newly posted to themovieguys.net, you can read reviews of The Fault in Our Stars and Edge of Tomorrow. Kind of cool where we have reviews that are up to date. Up to date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And we'll be talking about uh, Edge of Tomorrow later, I'm sure. Plus, a new page of movie news we like to call The Latest, also posted to themovieguys.net. So go there for your movie fix. Uh, not now. Keep listening to the show. And we always say that <laughs> when go, a TV show is like... Yeah, every football game would be like, <laughs> yeah. go to our Facebook page. Like, It's always like, wouldn't you rather be on the internet? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Are you guys sure you like TV? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got good shit going on here, but really it's, uh, it's happening online. Wouldn't you like to read our Twitter feed instead of watching the game? <laughs> uh, also check us out on WBAD.net Fridays at 4 and JonasMountRadio.com Thursdays at 6. So basically, we're out there. Your hosts for the hardest working podcast on the airwaves include myself, Paul Preston, here with Lee Caius and Adam Witt. Absolutely. And keep the applause going because joining wow. us the whole show is a writer, director, satirist, and comedian whose work has been seen on Second City Network, Key and Peel, and all around the internet, Andy Cobb, That's me, everybody. Guys. That's me. We've never started with such a rousing round yeah. of applause. Yeah. Right. Just give some high five. Uh, and he is joined started. by actress, uh, writer, and fellow comic featured on Comedy Woo! Central's Workaholics, Woo! Mary yes. Beth Monroe. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know, we should, we should have a tunnel for you guys to run oh into. Yeah, like that could break the yeah. paper. Like you yeah. make a big paper ring. Like it's the homecoming <laughs> game. Or something. I would like yeah. that very much. I would like that very much. Yeah, next time. Five we'll fives down the tunnel. I love it. Uh, now, we're all here to give you the lowdown on what's coming to theaters this week as three new films with some big names hit the screen. Ooh. And what the movie guys are calling Wikipedia's most liberal use of the phrase highly anticipated sequel, <laughs> Think Like a Man 2 hits theaters this weekend. Oh, the second one. Yes. Well, as not well. so much hits as... Shows up in. 
They didn't. They clearly didn't figure out how to out how to think like a man the first no, time. No, it's a lot. It's a lot. It takes many movies. Do you know us, Mary Beth? We don't even know how to make sandwiches. Apparently, according to like Carl's Jr., we have no idea how to get right. meat between bread. We're not good at thinking on things. No, it's going to take a whole franchise of movies to yeah. figure out how Heavy we think. Lifting. It's going to take five to people learn. at this table. I've always that. hated that. Commercial. <laughs> the one where the guy's pushing on the meat in the store because no, he doesn't get it. I hate the guy. It's the Carl's Jr. commercial where he's just standing at like a, a bread aisle and there's all these choices of bread. Right. And it's just got to be a better way. He just doesn't understand how to get meat between bread. <laughs> if only but there were some it. underpaid teenagers to make this happen for him. <laughs> <laughs> they could do it. Uh, well, also, the Rover is opening. A former counter-revolutionary pirate befriends a mentally ill young woman. And this, in turn, leads to tragedy when she falls in love with a French naval officer. Wait a second. Does it sound right? Yeah. Are we sure we have the right to Rover? I'm sorry, Paul. I, is that I, my, um, the opening to my memoir I'm writing? Because <laughs> that's really what it sounds like. We'll, find, we'll find out all about you today. Actually, great, Paul, great. Paul, I... Good. That sounds familiar. I think you're confusing the 1967 The Rover starring Rita Hayworth ah. with oh. the 2014 The Rover starring Guy oh, Pearce. Oh, damn you, IMDb. Oh. Damn you to hell. Well, can you blame me? Look, the least I could do is put Lee Daniels in front of one of them. Then I'll know the difference. <laughs> that helps. There we go. Uh, and we go. 10 years after Kevin Smith's Jersey Girl, a oh. movie named after a song but not about musicians, comes Jersey Boys, a movie about musicians but not named after a song. <laughs> You're just too good to be true. Tommy's in a little trouble. He's a peace thing. Can't take my eyes. The fact is, the trouble started long before that. You'd be like heaven. You got the voice. I got the songs. We make a partnership. Big Frankie wouldn't cut Tommy loose right then. That's what you think? You're not from Jersey. Can't take my eyes off of you. I love the Beatles, man. I love it. I love it. You keep listening. You'll learn something during the show. I love it. All right. If nothing else, we're informative. You might be surprised. It's edutainment. Every once in a while, we're funny, but most importantly, we're here to educate. Yeah, really. That's true. Yeah. First and foremost, journalists. Yes. yes. Then clearly, then, those those T-shirts yes. spell out journalists. <laughs> Thank yes. you, Mary Beth. We're fulfilling government regulated. P R O P R O. So, oh, hey, quick before we get into these uh, big movies, we have to uh, talk about uh, Rotoflix is going, and I don't know, uh, you know what this is. Rotoflix mm. is an yeah. online yeah. website that does fantasy football type treatment for movies. Yeah, Joe Canale's friend turned us on to it. Joe yeah. Canale turned us wow. on to it. No, wait, wait, wait. So, the, so they talk about a movie and they assign a cast to it? No. <laughs> I, I know, that's why I wouldn't Well, cast has been a draft. You draft your team, like in fantasy football, but you draft certain actors for the movies, and then you and then you uh, draft certain movies, and then you play them in certain weeks. Andy, yeah. the cast had been assigned to the movies by the casting director and producers of the well, film. Okay. When they sure, make the movie. that makes more sense. <laughs> It's that easier to get people sense. to remember lines that way. No, at yes. the beginning of the summer, you draft <laughs> movies and actors and directors, and they gain points based on box office. And I they do the see. same oh. thing in the winter for Oscars. You Show pick them, and they win business. Oscars wow. and awards. And so. Show That's business. That is very yes. fun. So and how's Karen, everyone doing? Karen, who had been in the basement, is now in first place because she had nothing for a while, and then she had Maleficent, and the director of Maleficent, and, and all this stuff. And I'm like so the Maleficent now. bump. But the I had the fault in our stars. Who knew that would be a big thing? Oh. I think well, I had my pulse on the young adult novel <laughs> crowd and knew ahead of time that would be something. So well, I got I'm, some I'm still riding the 21 Jump Street. I think I have Ice Cube. 
22 Jump Street. 22 Jump Street. If you're writing 21 Jump Street, you are not going to win. Yeah, you probably. So first and foremost, we're journalists. Secondly, we're topical. And current. And current. And clearly informed. Oh, and last last thing about that, shout out to Fred Mowry, friend of the show. Oh, yeah. Fred Mowry sent me an email asking if I would trade my pick of Transformers Age of Extinction for Disney Nature Bears. I declined. <laughs> that guy's an asshole. He's sneaky. He's sneaky. He's not your friend. He was trying to get that one by me, but I'm, I'm, I'm too He's sharp. He's strategy, man. There's a strategy to this. Uh, yeah. Clearly. All right, well, let's get to our first movie of the weekend of the calendar summer. Uh, finally, Western cinema has advanced far enough that we can tell the story of Think Like a Man twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Think Like a Man 2. Adam? When last we left the cast of Think Like a Man, they were doing something not in Las Vegas. I didn't see it. I don't know if that makes me a racist. If not seeing Think Like a Man makes me a racist, and if I think that, am I too liberal? Is that what it is? Well, nevertheless, whatever it was they did in the first movie, they're taking down the road to Las Vegas, which is always a good place to set a movie, because nobody goes to Vegas without a hopeful first act and a desperate, pitiful second act. Just to let you know who I am as a movie viewer, I can't tell you anything really about this cast, but I can tell you the name of the robot dinosaur that Optimus Prime is riding like a horse on the Transformers poster. Go. <laughs> Grimlock. Grimlock. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're going to throw that out there. I'm going to expect it. Now, with a plot line as involved as anything you've seen on En Nombre del Amor, this cast of 13 characters find themselves sorting through all sorts of romantic dilemmas. Let's get you caught up with the characters you know and love. Great. Maya and Zeke are doing really well, except for the fact that Zeke's past keeps rearing its ugly head Mm. everywhere they go. That Mm -hmm. effing past. Zeke is always going to have that. And Dominic and Lauren (laughs) are solid in their relationship, but suddenly they find themselves confronted with temptation. Dun, dun, dun. Cedric, or Cedric, is in the process of getting another divorce. Oh, that's Cedric. He's an entertainer. And Jeremy and Chris are happily married, <laughs> but Time Apart and Sin City proves more challenging than either of them expected. And Tish and Bennett have been married so long that this trip shakes things up for their relationship. So wait, let me get this straight. Everyone seems to be doing well in their relationship until they all go to Vegas. That seems about right. That's right, they're off to Vegas, baby. <laughs> and you know what happens <laughs> in Vegas? Yeah, you spend $400 a day for a shitty hotel room, lose all your money on the first blackjack table you sit down at, and then spend the rest of the weekend moping around nickel slots, ducking the cocktail waitress after she brings you a drink because you don't have money for the tip. Well, that's what happens in real life, but in the movies, it's, it's nothing but antics and hijinks and shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> There's a bachelor and bachelorette party, and it seems the cast engages in some kind of who-can-have-more-fun-off. <laughs> I don't know why women can't have just as much fun as the men. Candace, meet Idris. <laughs> Let's show him how it's done. Oh boy. Oh, that's what I was. Oh, that was what we about to jam out to that. <laughs> hey, when the competition is this fierce, there always is a risk of the audience losing. Mm. You can often tell how funny a movie thinks it's going to be based on how loud Kevin Hart is in the film. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, how funny is this movie? I'm talking about solo, people. Oh, God. This is Vegas! Everybody oh. <laughs> listen up! Think like a man, too. <laughs> it's too deep! I can't smoke! That's pretty fucking funny. That is <laughs> pretty funny. That is loud Kevin Hart, yeah. man. And Jerry Ferrara is back for more of what he does best, hanging around the edge of a group of successful friends. <laughs> Damn. Now, <laughs> believe it or not, a member of the cast is also a friend of the show. That's oh. right. Gary Owen went to high school with me... Adam Witt. Here's a clip of him. Here we go. You let me do all the talking. Hell no. What do you mean? Why would we let you what do, you do mean? all the talking? Because I'm a season one holder of us. Yes. Have you seen it? 
Have you seen season one? No. Exactly, so you don't have the knowledge. Uh. Everybody, listen up! What I need to know is who's the boss in here? Because a new boss just walked in. That's right. Me and my crew, we just took this over. You got that? Mercy, please. Did you hear that? Right behind Kevin Hart? Gary Owen, Talawanda High School class of 91. <laughs> he does not sound like somebody you went to high school with. <laughs> well, he's, a, he's an actor, Andy. He's, he's an actor. Oh, he's acting, yeah. Like, yeah. All right, all right, he's acting like he didn't go to high school with <laughs> yeah. Adam. Absolutely. Yeah. He's now one of the most famous white black comedians in this movie. So I can't be racist. I know someone in the cast, the white guy. <laughs> the film is based on a book by Steve Harvey called Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, What Men Really Think About Love, Relationships, <laughs> Intimacy, and Commitment. And exhale. <laughs> <laughs> that, that must. That sounds like the most. That sounds like women and civil rights and everything else just taking a huge step backward. Oh, I, I, that entire cast will be uh, expelled by the civil rights movement. Now the right? first, but the first one was based on this book too, right? Yeah. I mean, how much more book is there to base this on? Adam, the book has 232 pages. Oh. We've only begun to make Kevin Hart movies with this source material. <laughs> well, to sum up, according to IMDb, this movie has compromising situations and various misadventures hmm oh. doesn't that sound fun doesn't it huh doesn't it right i'm talking about solo oh. people oh, this is vegas oh. everybody listen up think like a man too it's too deep i can't smoke clearly this is all the build-up to the final part of the trilogy Think like a man otherwise Otherwise, a very solid premise, although I think I did detect one flaw in the plot line, where she says, why can't women have as much fun as men? Mary Beth, you can walk out the door and have a party as a woman, right? I mean, I'm having a party right, right? now. I'm having a party right now. Women always now. have it easier. Right now. You aren't aware of the party I'm having, but trust me, it's happening. <laughs> but that's right. I mean, women always have a much easier time making yes. friends and finding adventure and yes. having drinks paid for them. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, you guys I, have had it easy for too long. It's like, it's, you guys, it's like, we'll talk about that later. It's, uh, it's, it's equal partying, but different, like equal but different. And you get to have kids. It's exactly the same, but yeah. different. Which is a huge party. Now, for those folks uh, listening to the show may not know, Mary Beth and Andy will be going home together. Yes, we are, in fact, a couple. So, mm -hmm. we'll see. How's that working out for you? Yeah, Andy? we'll see how it's it goes. Really it's got highs and lows. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's fun. It's Let's fun. get it out on the movie showcast here. No, it's, it's a party. Wonderful. It's wonderful. All the time. We are to be wed. Yeah, we're going to get married in a month. One that's month. So oh, I that the state allows that now. That's the, right. The, yeah. the, Congratulations. The state is allowing this Improvisers to, happen, to marry. Which is insane, right? Oh, yes, Andy. We're going to be asking for a suggestion for our vows. Uh, Can we a get place? a grand theme of life. A place? Nice. A place. Go to college. Uh, yeah. An object? Exactly. I'm hoping for dildo or penis. Because that, that, those are pretty much the things that... Can we get a place where a relationship might take place forever? Oh, jeez. <laughs> three-way! bowling three with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> These are jokes. These are jokes. <laughs> it's a comedy show. Oh, it's, yeah. no, it's a good, We're pretty it's a, sure it's they're a going, good joke. Pretty sure they're going <laughs> home together. Yeah, I can't guarantee <laughs> Anyone here going to see Think Like a Man too? We brought you in specifically for this movie, yeah, you two. Seriously, <laughs> I, I would feel like I wouldn't be doing the movie justice because I haven't seen Think Like a Man. I got to read the book. Like jumping got to do the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I'd have to do a lot of research, right. and frankly... I don't care enough to do any of that. <laughs> do you think that this will be a case where the book is better than the movie? <laughs> <laughs> 
Will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I think totally just think innately will. it will be. Because yeah. uh, a book uh, you can just throw and get it away from you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but with a movie, you're stuck in a situation mm-hmm. in an environment that you get that's awkward to get out of. Absolutely. And I mean, I'd rather see. I'd rather see. Uh, Steve Lawrence's advice, then actually read right. it. And Steve Harvey, Steve, Steve Harvey. Lawrence, Steve Lawrence. Lawrence. Edie oh, Gourmet will be in the yeah, third one. Yes. Steve Lawrence. That's how much I care about this movie. That's how much I care about this. Steve Lawrence's. Steve Lawrence's. Think like a man, <laughs> you <laughs> bitch. It's <laughs> terrible. I honestly don't think we check it out though. What'd you say? I honestly don't think we'll check it out. I don't think we'll be seeing Mary it. Beth doesn't like nope. black people. Wow. Well, I'm well. glad we got that out now. It is funny. I do have that crazy <laughs> impulse. I wrote the line about it. I have that crazy impulse where I'm like, I don't really give a shit about this movie, but I feel like I, as a liberal, I should a little bit. Like, I should sure, respect yeah, yeah, its yeah. existence a little bit. But yeah. You've <laughs> seen zero Tyler Perry movies. Oh, no, fuck right? no. I've never seen yeah. a fucking Tyler Perry movie. Does, uh, and that doesn't uh, rub your liberal guilt at all that you haven't seen That one, no, because black people also really, some of them don't yeah, really don't like really it. Yeah, don't really like it. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard a lot extra, of negative opinions. It's not part of the liberal cause. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Want an extra push in the direction of this movie? Directed by Tim Story. Oh, that's right. Fantastic the, Four. The and Fantastic Four, Rise of Silver, Silver Surfer uh, director. Another sequel that rises. Something yeah. rising. Always rising. Oh. Always got the rising already. Oh. Yeah. Except Unfriend the right. ratings. Isn't that ironic? Mm. Except the Zing. ratings. In your <laughs> face, Hollywood. <laughs> Yeah, Fantastic Four. I wonder if it'll have that Fantastic Four vibe about it. That sort of uh, <laughs> nah. camaraderie. Yeah, I don't think so. That barbershop camaraderie that he brought. Will he Fantastic direct? He's not going to direct the reboot, though, is he? Where we yeah, where no. we have a Black Human Torch. That is the that is Josh Trank, the director of Chronicle. And then he's going into Spider uh, Star Wars. He sure is. Good Lord. Yeah. Wow. Oh God. wow. Little movie news there. You guys know a lot really about exciting. movies. Well, yeah, it's true. You're very knowledgeable. It's in the name. You are appropriately cast. In this show, I know mostly about superhero movies, and I thought it's funny you mentioned the book. Like when a superhero movie comes out, I'll gear up. I gear up. Yeah. I watch a bunch of superhero movies. If it's Iron Man, I will watch all the Iron Man. You're movies. training. And You're I'm training, training. I'm for the ready, experience my of the movie. Mind ready to watch Winter Soldier, you know? Sure. But it's so funny. Like it just I could imagine doing that. Like I'm gonna get the book out for Think Like a Man, and I'm gonna watch <laughs> the first one. Like it just doesn't. It's I'm gonna watch a f- yeah. lot of Family Feud. I'm gonna get really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watch a bunch of Family. Steve feud. Harvey hosts is, yeah. hosts Family Feud. Not Steve Lawrence. Not Steve Lawrence. Steve Lawrence would have been a great host for Family Feud. Oh, my God. That would have been a party. Edie Gourmet would come in and do interludes and songs, and then you roll out a drink cart. (laughs) Steve Harvey just lost me with the whole, you know, Dr. Phil, Steve Harvey. Yeah. This book is like a lecture book, right? Yes. And, like, Steve Harvey, I think, got his show. He's, like, endorsed endorsed by, you know, Dr. Phil, who's not a real doctor. It's just a lot of, like, why are you telling me? Steve Harvey's a shitty human being. Finally, someone's willing to admit it. I don't like him. Yeah. Was he? Did he seem sincere or anything? And when he did, I never saw his show. Was it all weepy, touchy feely? And he had to like dole out real advice. And he had like a, a Maury show. Or yeah. Yeah. He, the, well, what I uh, saw and or heard about was just him on Doctor Phil. Like uh-huh. when this book came out, and him giving yeah. advice for a series of shows of you know of how women should think like a man. And it was just and you know you know it's this audience that's packed with women that are you know like we're here to agree and smile. <laughs> Be a part of the show, and you're just like, aren't you all dying inside? The fact that this is happening, it's just very difficult to watch. So you lost me then. Yeah, I get that weird feeling whenever I see Steve Harvey. It's like being a liberal who like really doesn't agree with a black person. Like it makes me uncomfortable, (laughs) and I don't like it. Like he's saying stuff about gay people, and I'm like, ah, but my. My brain can't compute how to feel about this. Yeah. Yeah. One of our uh, one of our uh, 
Brothers from Another Mother is uh, MC from the Hater Nation podcast, which is a podcast on the East Coast. He was a guest in here a few weeks back, and he said this. You make fun of all movies, any yeah, movie. True. If you're a movie, if a movie's bad, a movie's bad. Don't be, don't be ashamed. Don't be scared to say Tyler Perry, you suck. <laughs> don't say it. I'm looking right at the camera too. Tyler Perry, you suck. <laughs> we, yeah. got, we got, to go. Yeah. we got to go. We got to go ahead. We got to go ahead. That's your. Uh, <laughs> Thank yeah. you for pulling that. I, I feel better. I don't know. That's you're, a green light. <laughs> I think that's a get out of you know racist guilt card. That's that's a <laughs> funny, I ever wanted in life. That's a funny liberal thing too. Is like, hey, that black guy said that. I can agree with that. Like that's just as racist as not <laughs> liking this because it's full absolutely. of black people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Who's racist now? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's just get into our second film. This one goes in wide movies. release this week. Yes, <laughs> that's what uh, we're here to do. Got some decent reviews in its first week in a limited run. It's called The Rover. And has oh, one of those bleak future themes. It takes place ten years after a global economic collapse. So that would make it what twenty seventeen, right? <laughs> Lee, let's talk about it. Here we go. Found a rover song. In the rover, a family is missing their beloved pet dog. Right, stop that. Pose. Silly. Oh, okay, that's nothing to do with that. Uh, the rover is actually a tale of dystopian uh, of the dystopian Australian outback, or the Australian outback, <laughs> taking place 10 years after the global economic collapse brought on by raising the minimum wage by a quarter. Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. The tale is a simple one of a group of youths engaged in the one of only two job opportunities available, looting and robbing. They steal a car belonging to Eric, played by Guy Pierce, reminding you that he does have an accent as an ex- as a hard-ass ex-soldier with only one thing left in the world, his car. Cars, looting, robbing. Hard to believe Detroit didn't get the bid on this movie. Wait, he wants his car back? That's what this is all about? I think this calls for another premise solved in 10 seconds. Premise solved in 10 seconds! Uh, welcome to your helpful Honda dealer. How can I brighten your day? Yeah, my car's been stolen by an ugly lot of Outbackian hoods. Well, we have a new fleet of 2008 Accord sedans uh, that have just come in. Or really, you could just steal one. Uh, since the economic collapse, our security here at the dealership has pretty much lapsed entirely. Excellent. Then I'll take this car right here on the showroom floor. Good boy, you suckers! And scene. See, guys, it was like a little radio play. Oh, it's like theater <laughs> in my head. Theater. They should call it something. That car just kept driving off. I could see it. It was like miles Australia away. is a Doppler. big, big, big country. It's a big country. And from what we can tell from the trailer, the car is actually a late model Nissan Altima. Not since Mel Gibson has one man, man been so motivated by so little. Not many men know what their life's worth. I do. 70 grand. That's what they took from me. That's what I was going to get back. Apparently. Sugar tits. <laughs> sugar tits. Just everything he says ends with sugar tits now from him. <laughs> Apparently these Aussies are a vengeful, vengeful bunch. Now Pierce takes with him a robber played by Robert Pattinson who turns in a performance some are calling watchable. <laughs> <laughs> and what's not to like about a post-apocalyptic revenge tale with Australian accents? I'll drive that tanker. <laughs> Of course, this post-apocalyptic revenge tale is one for those, all those people who don't want their post-apocalyptic revenge tale being mucked up by a bunch of trucks. Now, this is from the hardened dialogue director David Mishud, who directed Animal Kingdom. But he wanted originally to break out of that genre, as this project was first developed as The Grover. 
to where you are. I've been looking all over for you. You don't learn to fight. Your death's gonna come real soon. Did you ever have one of those days? You can tell it's an Australian film as the trailer says it's rated R for bloody violence. Bloody vi- so it's Red Rover. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey. It's rated R for language and bloody violence, and if the movie doesn't do well, then it's all their fault. Because the perfect title is staring right at them. I bet language and bloody violence makes twenty million more domestically than the rover. <laughs> <laughs> Will Guy Pierce end up in a Thunderdome? Check out the rover in theaters now to find out. There you go. That's the all rover. Right. Good job, bro. That's the rover. Guy goes for his car that somebody stole. Yeah. yeah. Future. In that clip, when Mel Gibson was talking about like the seventy million, I don't know what he was referring payback. to. Payback. 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 Yeah. Seventy yeah. million dollars. Do you know the movie Payback? No. No. That's what it's from. That's what it's from. Yes. Yeah. Seventy thousand. I, I thought for some reason we just kind of like uh, tangented into like Mel Gibson talking about his divorce for a hot second there. <laughs> <laughs> In your face, Mel. You know what, Mel? I'm sorry. Take it. it Jokes at your expense. He didn't swear enough. He. Uh, he that was, is the same. He like every other word when he was yelling at his wife there, or his girlfriend. Oh yeah, it was she really was horrible. Not at yeah. all. Yeah. As a Mel Gibson fan, though, he brought just the same amount of intensity to calling his wife a cunt or whatever. As he usually does. He's good. I, I he committed. Good. He, he committed. Like he he lost himself. It really. really. Uh, <laughs> like I felt moment. like he really wanted that. Really Her dead by a bunch of blacks. What oh, did he say? God. In, in Vegas. <laughs> they were all going to go to Vegas. But yeah, he wanted her killed in a Tyler <laughs> Wait, Perry movie. Tyler yeah, are we talking in about a Steve Harvey him? movie. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're back on that movie again? We found a way to <laughs> match it. Now, when we were at the Second City uh, doing our show, they, we did a... When the Beaver came out, remember the Beaver that movie? Was yeah, Mel yes. we did oh, an Avenue right. Q song called "Everyone's a Little Bit Racist" with puppets <laughs> about Mel Gibson. Come on, that's pretty good. That's that pretty, pretty good. good. That was the advantage of our live show. We will not be doing that here. <laughs> yeah, or the puppetry would be a lot easier because who the hell would know? Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this is some indie film from. Yeah, I'm see did you ever see Animal Kingdom? Did you I see did that not. Film? What is that? Uh, it's an Australian film with Guy Pearce and Ben I Mendelsohn. Like Jackie Weaver, who ended up playing the mom in Silver Linings Playbook, was discovered in that movie. Oh. And she's great in that. I think she was even nominated for an Oscar for that. It's a real hard, good movie. I like Guy Pierce. Did you guys ever see Space Jail? No. no. Love Space Jail. Yeah. It's That's otherwise known as... I forget. I can't... Lockout. lockout. Oh, the lockout. Yeah, lockout. And there's a, there's a jail in space, <laughs> and there's a prison break, and he has to go. He's like an ex-con of some sort, and he has to go and break uh, into the prison and then save the president's they daughter. Need a yeah. prison break in space? Right? Space it's jail. the greatest. That's insane. It's the That's why it's called movie. Space Jail. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I call it Space Jail. It's a great movie that a few people... <laughs> it's a better have. title. Space Jail is an action. Right? Really? It's a better yeah. title. Is it, I mean, it's kind yeah. of sci-fi at all, or no? Yeah. I, I, that sounds like and it might be And who knew he had the charm that he has in this movie? He's like sly, and he's throwing out one-liners he's getting his yeah. ass kicked and he's beating he's, the shit out of guys it's great he's great wow yeah, he's got that he's got that awesome like if you were to try and manufacture that feeling that a bruce willis or a yes. mel gibson gave you in an 80s action movie he's got all that groveliness to him and like yeah, yeah too yeah. cool for the situation the and gravitas, you punched him yes. it's like last boy scout you punched him but he's not down and yeah. he's fine with that and he's gonna simmering kick your ass. sexuality you can punch him 30 more times and he's not down yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> indestructible and definitely the simmering sexuality yeah like me yeah i guess okay you. yeah that's what you notice yeah 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 you go in into most of your action movies for the simmering sexuality, right? Yeah, my own. <laughs> but I actually was kind of curious to find out that he has an Australian accent. I don't know if I really knew that about him. And I always yeah. compare that to, uh, God rest her soul, Princess Diana. 
because we almost never heard her speak. And yeah. every time she spoke, I'm like, oh, that's right. She's got an English yeah, accent. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, right. That, which is a major reason why we were so obsessed with her because yes. she was English. Interesting discussion open. topic. I just had this conversation with someone else, and I forget the celebrity they met, but I, I, I'll do it for Dan Aykroyd. When I met Dan Aykroyd at the Second City, he stopped in to watch an improv set, and I heard that, so I went around and just see if Dan Aykroyd was hanging yeah. out. And he was, or no, he wasn't. I went and I was just watching the set, and then behind me, I heard people come in and I turned around, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's Dan Aykroyd. And then when we left into the lobby, He's, he said hi or something. I oh, know he was watching Rob Belushi. And then your from, jeans creamed. You just <laughs> because, because, and this is the question I want to throw out for anybody that's ever met a celebrity, it's so weird hearing that voice come out of a person. Because Dan Aykroyd's yes, voice, you know. Is, is it's Dan so Aykroyd's weird. voice. Yeah, that mm-hmm. voice comes out of an per- actual person, and for it's sure. so off-putting. Like, if you met Mel Gibson, and that Mel Gibson voice we know, like... I had two 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 uh, anecdotes to relate to that. One, I was ha- uh, getting my teeth cleaned at a dentist in Beverly Hills, uh, where I'm glad Steve- it was at a dentist. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I, thank you for clarifying. It's that a great. I, <laughs> get my teeth I was really a, scared. I was like, "Where is this going?" I tried. <laughs> tried the animal the shelter. Getting yeah. my teeth. It's improv, it's improv. Set the scene. Where is the dentist? Yeah, what tried. is happening there? Well, the reason it's important is that Steve Martin walked in. Oh, wow. And uh, I never got to see Steve Martin, but he stood directly behind me in the hallway and had a conversation with my dentist uh-huh. while the hygienist was fiddling. And all I wanted to do was turn around and see <laughs> yeah. the voice that was coming out of the head. Oh. Like he's and right you were back. trapped. I was <laughs> trapped. So hero. I want you to always like think of that memory and just picture him with the arrow on his head that, holding oh, a oh, ukulele. Like, <laughs> you didn't get to see him and just <laughs> make that a part that's of your memory. That's what was standing behind me. That's yes. how he showed up at the yes, dentist. That's like, how that's how he goes. That's how we all want to remember. That's how we want to remember. And then the other thing I want to say is, uh, speaking of people with voices, is uh, I I spent an entire evening being mistaken as Daniel Day Lewis by other celebrities in the world, right? But I don't oh have an Irish. Goodness. Yeah, I don't have an Irish accent. I mean, I definitely see a little bit of resemblance. Mostly from here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. From behind. But well, I at had, the time, Daniel Dillis had his head shaved. For Gangs of New York. Yeah. Okay. And so people would come up to me and start talking to me, and the fact that I didn't have an Irish accent didn't bother them. <laughs> they were just, oh, yeah, you don't think about it. He must right. be researching He's a role. Such a, yes. He can He's do anything. really in character right now. I remember the first time He's, it ever happened, Duran Duran. I heard Duran Duran talk to like, hello, governor. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> the Wild Boys, they all talk nuts. Would it be, Wild boys. Would it be great if Wild all boys. British people started all sentences with hello, governor? <laughs> like, that's just how all sentences were started. With hello, so so I've got a bit of a pain in me color for I have. <laughs> or, or every Irish actor, top of the morning. Like, yeah. every... Oh, top of the morning. Oh, nice to meet you, Mr. Farrell. Uh, shrimp of the Barbie, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's always been a little bit more off-putting to meet, like, I've met, um, or said hello to Melanie Griffith and Colin Farrell at my yoga studio <gasps> here in LA. That's they so they LA. go to my yoga studio. Oh, that's so LA. And that, that was always weirder because they're in yoga, like, yeah. no makeup, like, going into this hot yoga studio and you're just kind of like... It's so weird to see you so like naked in a, in a sense of just you're not in your celebrity glory right now. Melanie trolling for men now. How yeah, is she holding I up? No, yeah. she is. She I haven't up? seen her since that announcement came out. I'll but bet she looks She is crazy. brilliant at yoga. Just oh, FYI. Just a uh, little yeah. fun fact. She's yeah. very good at yoga. She got divorced from... Uh, she filed for divorce. Desperado? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Easier to say. Desperado. <laughs> but not as fun. Not as fun not to as say fun. Desperado. <laughs> Antonio Bandera. Antonio yeah, 18 Antonio years. Bandera. 18 years, that's got to be some kind of Hollywood record, right? That's a... Yeah. Is that a good run? That's a good clip. 
Kevin Spacey and or not Kevin Spacey, um, Kevin Bacon and I think Kira <gasps> Sedgwick oh, are really yeah. kind of they're yeah, right. so under the radar, but they've been together forever now. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna tell me they were breaking up. No, no, oh. no, no. Because no. we'll break that news right now. <laughs> no, even if it's not I, it would be breaking. a big fat lie. I'm okay. just impressed with their well, longevity. Let's mm-hmm. not longevity and love, right, babe? You and me. Yes. Oh, How long are you guys playing? For the record, married. they missed the high five. <laughs> I think that's an omen. That's <laughs> really a bad sign. What happened? We oh, go. Just, no, I'm not trying it again. <laughs> uh, yes, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk my way out of it. No, I'm not. All right. Our final film is from No Slouch director Clint Eastwood. Mm. There's only one group of guys that became super popular singing like girls. In sync? New Kids on the Block? Backstreet Boys? <laughs> Hanson? 98 Degrees? New edition? Okay, no, no. It was Frankie, Menudo. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. All oh, right, right. I, I was going to say that right after O Town. And One Direction. All right, all right, all right. Andy, let's preview Jersey Boys. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Jersey Boys tells the story of the Four Seasons, one of Vivaldi's most famous orchestral compositions. All right, stop that. Silly. There you go. Sorry, actually, it's about four kids from New Jersey who rise to fame with their prank call cassette. Hey, what's up there, fruitcake? I'm looking for paintwork. <laughs> no, you... I'm sorry, that's the jerky boy. Yeah, yeah, silly no, go on, Jersey Boys uh. actually tells the story of the four singers from New Jersey who found fame as the pop music sensation the Four Seasons, uh, guys. And oh, okay. the, like the recent summer release Spider-Man, <laughs> Jersey Boys is based on a hit Broadway show. Here's a sample of Frankie Valli's high voice. Yeah, he does get up there, doesn't he? Wow. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's like it. the angels. It's like <laughs> angels are singing to you. No, wait, that's not right, you guys. This is it. This oh, is it. This is it. Now this is your standard coming-of-age, rags-to-riches story of boys from the wrong side of the track sticking together and believing themselves to overcome the odds as they shoot for the stars and make good, Mm. only to almost lose it all but not. And oh, I think they also come of age too. Oh, spoiler alert, they come of age at the end. <laughs> it sounds like great pro counter programming to a bunch of black guys going to Vegas. It's a bunch of white guys singing. No, shouldn't that be reverse? Shouldn't it be the white guys going to Vegas and the black guys singing? You racist son of a bitch. <laughs> you offended our guests. You are a bad human being. Now, the story begins as three singers in the four seasons look uh, desperately for a solution to the mathematical inadequacy of the group's name. After flirting with renaming themselves the three trimesters, they instead decide to add a fourth member, Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley. His voice rockets them to stardom, but if musical group biopics have taught us one thing, it's that being rich and famous is a pain in the ass, as the movie charts the ups and downs of buying nice cars and crushing groupie tail. <laughs> and at some point, they'll have to do some drugs, right? Get out of here, Dewey. No. Nope. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. (laughs) Fun fact, the Four Seasons recorded under other names, which I'm going to list off, along with some I've made up, and some symptoms of narcotic withdrawal. Okay. (laughs) Amongst the many band pseudonyms were The Four Lovers, Mm. The Topics, Frankie Valli and the Travelers, The Village Voices, The Power Bottoms, (laughs) Frankie Valli and the Fat Chance, The the Doilies, The Four Jerks, The DTs, The Shakes, Yes. Delusions of Persecution. Definitely. And Frankie Valley and the Panic Attacks. <laughs> That's my favorite bit. Brilliant. 
Oh, well, it's from uh, director Clint Eastwood. So you know the movie will be expeditious and efficient in its storytelling, which is important to me. Set up the A-track. We're going to double Frankie's voice. It's going to explode right off the radio. See, there, we're off and running. (laughs) We're already doing production techniques on (laughs) reel-to-reel. That's what the kids want to see in 3D. And the film stars Tony winner John Lloyd Young as Valley. So they've taken the actor from the stage. And given him the part in the film movie. It's always delightful. That is nice. never do that. It's a rarity. There it is. Yes, God has spoken. So so we don't have to squirm through two hours and 14 minutes of Josh Hutcherson playing Bakery (laughs) Valley because they might think it would put butts in seats. Listen closely to the trailer and you can hear Clint Eastwood's influence on the show's adaptation to the screen. You want to hear the real story? I'm the one you want to talk to, Tommy DeVito. Wasn't for me, we all would have wound up with a bullet in our head. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel That's like hilarious. I saw, I heard it. I heard yeah, the influence. Yeah. That flies by when out. you just watch it. Yeah. You got to listen real close. To counterbalance all the boys in the title, in supporting rooms uh, roles, IMDb lists Nancy Lascala as art-loving woman, Jacqueline Mozzarella, I'm pretty sure is how you pronounce that, as angry woman, Ashley Linali as scantily clad woman, Aria <laughs> Pullman as attractive woman, and Daniel, Daniela Souza as scantily clad, horrible looking woman. No, it's not horribly looking. That's wow, those are some superheroes, right? Yeah. Scantily clad woman. That's impressive. Uh, now, if this movie does well, it may very well be the next movie adapted to Broadway, like Hairspray or The Lion King. <laughs> this project gives veteran director Clint Eastwood one last high profile hit before he dies. <laughs> oh my God! That was no, I'm so sorry. I, I, I should have said spoiler alert. I'm uh, sorry. I forgot that. Clint, you're gonna die soon. You're old. I mean, the guy's old. <laughs> He's an older old. gentleman. He yeah. is, and I ran into him at the uh, same award show that I was mistaken as Daniel, and he looks like he can kick your ass at any age. Yeah. He just looks like a tough <laughs> like a son badass. of a bitch. Yeah. Did he mistake you for Daniel Day Lewis? No. Oh, Christine Baranski great. almost hugged me. Wow. And so did Stalker Channing. But. Did it, Clint, Clint Eastwood at any time at this function start talking randomly to empty chairs? <laughs> no. Oh, that's right. Because that's another, just like I want to imagine Steve Martin with an arrow through his head, I just want to imagine that Clint Eastwood walks around talking to empty chairs. I want to thank you for that because that is exactly how I'm going to remember that moment from here on Forever. out. That's, that's how he was standing behind yes, me. Yes, with a banjo or something. Just delightful. He <laughs> <laughs> uh. should have put a puppet on that chair. How great would that have been? I a little Obama puppet. Talking right. a little puppet or Kermit or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clown from Poltergeist, just stick that on there. And Absolutely. he was with Bernadette Peters, who just didn't say anything. <laughs> she was just on his arm. That's but how is, you want to remember. is he a good director? Because I thought Gran Torino was horrible. Oh, really? Not, not from a story standpoint, but from literally a production and, and directing. It's, it felt like they made that movie out of first takes only. <laughs> that, it's true. Or two takes, one take. Right? Famously, I think that is how he directs. Yeah, yeah, famously, that's yeah. How, how he does it. Like, it's, it's, he's like, two, it, two shots and out, we're good. Yeah, it felt like that. Wow. Yeah. 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 I mean, he, he shoots super efficiently. Like, he shoots his movies in, like, two weeks and gets them edited in another extra week or whatever. I, I may have and said this on the air before, but he has no monitor. He sits and watches the actors. He turns to his guys and he says, did you get it? And they go, yep. Wow. Or they say, no, do it again. All right, do it again. You know? He just, like, wants to see what the actors well, are doing. Well, I get doing. the feeling no one's saying no. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes they don't get it. No. Well, 30 years of the same crew. Oh, you too. do a very good Clint Eastwood. Just, you just Thank threw you. that in there I very nicely. I just blew that by, Yeah. Thank you, Andy. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I'll never do it again. I'm going to no, stop. No, solid, I'm out. Man. Yeah, I'm out. And we're that. sure that Million Dollar Baby was shot the same way because I feel like Million Dollar Baby was a wonderful film. 
Yeah. Like as far as and like unforgiven. And unforgiven, like very, and they didn't, it didn't feel like one takes. I mean, it felt very uh, perfected. That's, yes, that's true. I'm Some movies you. that do feel a little more, and this one certainly, I mean, this is the sort of a, a big story, a big biopic, biopic, yes. and, and, it, and it seems like this is not one more dashed off one, but definitely Grand Torino, shot that in a week, edited in a week. Yes. Yeah. You can just tell, yeah. <laughs> I do well, love the idea of it starting on Broadway, going to a movie, and then they re- uh, Most the producers. Broadway. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, the producers, gosh, right? So That's the real yes. life version. Broadway movie. Maybe yeah. this is the next, produ- or next producers. They yeah. should do that with a bunch of like, I mean, why just do the four seasons who haven't had a hit in a minute, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, 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 Will I Am and those guys. Who are they? The Black Eyed Peas. The Black Eyed Peas. Good they question, do a, they Andrew. They should do a musical oh, God, no. version of that. Yeah. The Black Eyed Peas. I'm a B. I'm a B. I'm, I'm a, 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 a B. That dude, and I've said this before here too, is uh, that guy is so overrated. Will I Am? His lyrics are retarded, Ooh, and he's so like simple. this like poet for going, I want to scream and shout and let it all out. I'm out. You know, yeah. like, also a one-take guy, I get the feeling. We're like, the Grammys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tonight's going to be a good one, night. One I'm done. One could argue, one could argue that not, and I'm in no way defending Will I Am, mm-hmm. but one could argue that I think what he did, what was so brilliant, is that music, electronic music, dance music, hip-hop music, was getting very complex and, like, very tricky, mm. and he boiled it down to very, very simple, dumb. simple sound and dumbed it down, <laughs> and it was so, like, groundbreaking mm. uh, for the time that yeah. I think people were like, this is amazing. <laughs> when it's really just him, I mean, like you said, spending two minutes on creating something. Scream and shout. Yeah. If you can just sell something to a hillbilly for a buck, you'll make a million. <laughs> That's the theory. I am marrying a woman who likes the Black Eyed Peas. Wow. So now I'm just See, re-examining it. might want to remember the that's name. That's a good defense. <laughs> I mean, because I don't, I don't think about how I should like the Black Eyed Peas or whatever. But that's an interesting. It's you very know, catchy angle. and very simple, and it doesn't get out of your head. You know, what it's like it's like a elongated <laughs> commercial jingle is basically what it is. So, so he may not be overrated as a, as a singer or musician, but he's definitely as an actor rated because nobody thinks he can act, right? <laughs> oh, right. And my favorite line is from X Men Origins Wolverine, where he plays a superhero. Uh, and, it, and the lines, honestly, I I'm probably not exaggerating right here. We're going to have to go to hell for the things we did, Logan. That is exactly what he sounds like in every line in that movie. We're going to have to go to hell for the things we did. I'm a bee. 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 Maybe his hologram would have done a better job. Dang. You know what? We should do that. For We don't have to wait till these artists die. Let's just get a Will I Am hologram up there. They just did it again with Michael Jackson. They just did it again with Michael Jackson. And he's not dead. Wow. <laughs> what? I'd like to hear that theory. We should talk after this. <laughs> yeah. Again, we're here Catch to educate. We're here That's to edu- right. Inform, Absolutely. educate. It's a good conspiracy theory. He's rich enough to get out. Nope. Yeah. Right? No, you guys Fake saw- his death, get out. I- Any eccentric enough to do it? Mm-hmm. More so than Andy Kaufman? Uh, yeah, he has or a lot Elvis. more. Yeah. But I the think, thing about yeah. Andy Kaufman is the funny has passed. The point where that would have been funny, I think, has gone. Like, You're saying his timing is off. Yeah, his timing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. We'd be like 75. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. And then he's like, oh, oh. it's weird now. Yeah, yeah. Right. His timing is off. He hasn't been on stage in so long. His timing is off. Man. I'm going to wrestle you. No, you can you imagine that? Down. <laughs> what if he realizes, he realizes the timing is off. So he just says, yeah. screw it. He that, goes to, to bed or whatever. Lives <laughs> a tree. That would be the worst to try and pull off a 25-year gag like oh. that. And then you show up and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Oh. The long burn did not pay Might off. Might as well have just stayed on 
Taxi the movie or whatever. <laughs> there may <laughs> be some comic who was, or you know, he was on like some IO team in like '72. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I'm coming back. They just don't know it. <laughs> we didn't know you died, dude. Oh. Sorry. I would say you're, you're gonna have to audition have for to the day. The Herald <laughs> auditions are next week. If you... <laughs> uh, start with level A. Was what we suggest. <laughs> <No>? <laughs> I'm a legend. I'm a, I'm sure. So that's how we talk about Jersey Boys. So yeah. that's Jersey Boys. That's Jersey Boys. <laughs> now, no. but you've seen Wait a minute. Jersey Boys. I, I, I got a terrible. question about this specifically. <laughs> I haven't seen Jersey Boys, but I want to. Because, first yeah. of all, at the Tonys, those guys kicked the shit out of those songs. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. And a lot of those guys are in this movie. Um, I thought Jersey Boys would work because, unlike Mamma Mia, which took ABBA songs and put them in whatever the hell script, mm. this is the story of the of yes. the four seasons yeah, and so the songs have to work great like I was always disappointed Billy Joel's my favorite singer of all time and that moving out thing was just a big dance deal I'm like his songs tell an amazing story about him that's the show yeah, I why think. wouldn't you tell the story of someone tell the story having of their Billy heart Joel, broken the girl yeah, and the piano that. man and the, all the songs are there like, good night Saigon whatever so is that what worked about it great? This is the story. Their story is interesting enough to carry the whole show I thought it was a really good show I mean it, it's yeah, I mean, it's it, their story is so interesting, and and I almost like, if, in a weird way, I, this is gonna sound like I didn't like it, but for me, it was kind of like this is like the Jersey Shore, but like in the fifties. Like, there's a lot of like you know conspiracy, yeah. you know, as like tawdry as like you know the Jersey Shore can be as far as what we know it to be as the reality show, but like it was, it kind of felt like that a little bit, like people undermining other people and like. You know, there's a mob angle. Yeah, right? there's a total yeah. mob oh. angle. So it was very, it was very interesting in that respect, and and educational and informing, which is what we're trying to do. Right which here. is what we're trying to do. So First it was and foremost, very, I I really and the music is so great. I mean, yeah. you just yes. anytime you can get hooked in with music that you. I have a small loved. question though. Are you talking about the movie or the play? Or I'm talking about play. this experience right now Thank with you, you. guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm talking about the play. The I'm talking about musical. the play. Okay. Yeah, the would, musical, okay. the Broadway version. I would say, like, I mean, again, this is going to sound like I didn't like it, but um, I didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading that. I'm reading that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have no soul. How can you not like it? Ah. No, it, was, it was delightful. It was delightful. It was delightful. It's, but it's... Uh, it's it's not particularly groundbreaking entertainment. No, or no, but it's not meant to be. It's not meant to be. Go to a Godard film. It's meant to go tell. Go to a Godard <laughs> film. <laughs> or yeah, or go see Rover. But but don't. But this isn't necessarily and an edgy experience. It was absolutely. in 3D. And I definitely think it was one. absolutely in 3D. I like that. So, yeah. And you know, I think we actually commented this on this afterwards. Is that I, I think we felt like it was a very like. A, a promotion for Frankie Val. I mean, it's Remember, all best of CD. yes, and like <laughs> and like mm. this guy was amazing, you know. And then I think there's a lot of parts of Frankie Valley's life that aren't so amazing, if I'm remembering correctly. But yeah, but it's so not it's, that movie where he beats his wife or whatever. They don't <laughs> n- exactly. I mean, you yeah. can do the Johnny Cash movie without the drugs if you want. If you, you know? want to, <laughs> right. I guess that's what it felt, it felt a little bit down. like that. It, yeah. it felt yeah. a little like a Johnny Cash movie without the drugs. Yeah, or in jail. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, there's good music. That's cool. It's such yeah. a yeah. such a predictable part of these musical biopics. So yeah, I'm cool with with no drugs. Be honest. Yeah, Ray Charles. Oh, he's great. Well, when's he take drugs and everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sucks. That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. I mean, I'll take the mob over the mob. Be more interesting. Yeah, it the guy just wriggling and crying, you know. So like, but to see some dudes, you know, pulling some mob. You guys shit. have seen Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox yes. story, right? Yeah, I yeah. Love that's it. where we do that right. job from. I love, it's I love it. I do have a question for the table, though. Yes, mm. Frankie Valley's voice too high. Does it actually hold up? I mean, it, it seemed like such a gimmick. 
even when I was exposed to it as a young man, it felt very gimmicky. But it's the 50s. I mean, there's like a lot of those sort of groups who had was that kind of sound, that right? That falsetto? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm trying I to boys. Brian Wilson, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't put those in the same. I don't put them in the same. But now, now I'm going to go back and well, listen they, they again. they were 60s, so it's a little yeah. different. I got to say, I, I wasn't like in love with the story, but the music kept me going. Like, yeah. like I, I kept wanting to be like, Make that guy with the high voice, voice sing, sing again. again. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like I, I, like, I did that. Did hold up? Did, did you, you see? Uh, did you spend a lot of time waiting for the songs. You're like, all yeah, right, yeah, get, yeah. get to your. Yeah. I know you're talking about, uh, you yeah. know, Sherry, but you see, like, start, <laughs> yeah. you have your heart broken, so you write the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but we could say the same about like, you know, uh, uh, Mariah Carey is an amazing singer, but what, what was the, you know kitschy thing we all fell in love with mm-hmm. was like how amazingly high yeah. she can go with her voice yeah, and yeah. so I think we're always fascinated but she didn't that. sing like, a whole look at song cool that thing way. you can do but she pulled that card out a yeah, lot my true. girl was like <laughs> <laughs> I mean she was like every album it at yeah. least happened like three times yeah. and that's how album. you win at the showtime at the Apollo you ever watch Showtime at the Apollo? Yeah, you gotta have a. Thing. You, you gotta, you gotta have, hit a note yeah. till you hemorrhage, and then you win. <laughs> yes, you're bleeding yes. out the eyes. You're going on. The Golden. Sandman is not coming to get you. <laughs> yeah, it's like. I, I think I developed a theory that everything's a Godzilla movie. You're just wa- you're just waiting until Godzilla attacks, and whether it's Mariah Carey's note nope. or or waiting for a song in this movie, you're like, all right, all right, I know there's some science behind this, and you guys have to let's pretend you're in a see lab the for thing a while. That happens. Just let's get to Godzilla. Bullshit, yeah. bullshit, bullshit. Monster yeah. attack. Yeah. Yeah, 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 bullshit, yeah. bullshit, bullshit. Or the bachelorette party, and you know, think like a man. Yeah. We gotta wait. Keep tying the show together. You know, all the show together. Fall back on the callback. Fall back on the callback. Now, what what other T-shirt that's we start thinking about t-shirt. what other artists might be due for a biopic. Uh, oh. For example, uh, let's just mull around some ideas that they could do if they were to make a biopic about snow. Remember snow? Sure. Transformer. Transformer. <laughs> Jewish rapper, right? Was he? Jewish rapper? I think so. Jewish. Well, you see there. Jewish. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that is a great oh, one, babe. <laughs> well, you see him rise up to the Jewish singer ranks. Right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's hilarious. He picks the name Snow from something. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Everything's riding high. Everything's it doing good. It used to be Snowberg. Now it's Snowberg. Snowman. Yeah, Snowman. He got wrapped up in drugs. Snow is reference to Coke, right? And then suddenly... Yeah. Oh, then the troubles hit. Yeah. Then the Everything snow. after that song. <laughs> <laughs> You're only going to have one hit, Snow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm your sorry. second hit didn't even chart. <laughs> the doctor comes out pulling his gloves off. I'm sorry, Snow. The second hit was not a hit. The second song was not a hit. Why are you wearing gloves? I don't know. <laughs> you know. Maybe you also had a prostate. Sanitary reasons. Sure. Or what if the Soup Dragons had a musical, right? <laughs> sure. Oh, Soup Dragons. Well, I would see that. Actually, a Stone song. This is a, a Rolling Stone song. Is it really? Yeah, the cover. I didn't know that. The true story. Oh, there you go. There's your wait plot. Minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Soup Dragons. We don't like your song, but we have a hit we think you guys could have yeah, if yeah, you were yeah. to cover the Stones. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So their one hit wonder then, was someone boom. else's hit. Oh, that's the word. That's that is so true. sad. But aren't that the Rolling sad. Stones notorious for taking old black like revivals blues and blues and songs stuff. and redoing them so the this is what we call ironical yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you're saying this, this is some like someone we don't know's hit some revival song that the rolling stones made a hit and then they made a hit it's, so it's the like snake a eating hit its tail. on top of a hit and when they oh. realize this is the only song they have 
Oh. Then the tough they times. They get sad. Soup, the soup dragons. <laughs> this would play when they realized it was someone yeah. else's song. Soup dragons, could you come in our office? Uh. Before. Well, we, but, but we want to do more drugs. Before, stop the Mick Jagger dialect. <laughs> You're not Mick Jagger. Can but, we talk? But we, let's talk to that snow fellow. He has ha- don't, cocaine, doesn't Don't L.O. governor me. <laughs> You're not filling the stadium or we're canceling the show. All right, fine. Oh we won't. God, Top man. of the morning to you. <laughs> you three are going to break up, have to break up into the, and your group's going to be called Soup, and your group's going to be called The Dragons. Uh, <laughs> and see if you can write a song once in your life, for the love of God, kids. You know, the great thing, though, is that with, like, the biopic of Snow and the biopic of, I'm already forgetting this group's name. Soup, Soup Dragons. Soup Dragons. Or Crocus. Or Crocus. I already, or Crocus. Oh, we have another one. <laughs> oh, no. Now a Crocus. Could you oh. imagine Crocus on Broadway? Of course, you'd have to name the song after one of their hits. What is this called? Scream of the Night? Scream of the Night, yeah. Yeah. I actually, I, I have a vivid memory. I'm from Indiana. This guy at the uh, local grocery store. The bagger had a big old crocus tattoo. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> like that's got that's a regret that you're gonna oh, take yeah. to your grave. Like, crocus, that, that, your fans are all over the place. They got your tattoos going. Everything's gonna be great. Uh, and then for crocus, this is this part. It makes was me no sad. more. It's really well, supposed to. They have their ups and downs. Parts. Gets me. Gets me right. Crocus, Jafria no longer wants you on their tour. <laughs> <laughs> but but we want to we want to worship more Christ. So you're from Philadelphia. Stop with the dialogue. Damn it! Slap Let's it up, get those it, rub soup it dragon folks in here. Listen, Johnny Crocus or whoever the lead singer was. <laughs> it's Billy. You know Crocus. the great thing though is these three biopic stories. There three, might be three. You say? Oh, <laughs> it's just never ending. Oh, opening on Broadway. Where did Striper come from? <laughs> that be asking. Striper. Jesus Boys will tell you the musical. Jesus <laughs> Boys. And then they found God. But then. <laughs> and then they had a Even God <laughs> couldn't save them from. <laughs> Unlike true Hollywood Even stories. Even God couldn't, couldn't save, save them from. I'm feeling good. I feel. Oh. Uh, Unlike. Uh, <laughs> Unlike a lot yeah. of true Hollywood stories, they found Christ first, yeah. and then they rose to fame. <laughs> and yeah. they lost him. And, and now they got to find Christ and so again. So what did they go to? But what would be the next thing that they go to pull them Scientology? out of the God didn't work. Satan. As Andy might say, you know, they believed in God, but, but God did, did not believe God in did them. Not believe in them. <laughs> All prayers Sad. are answered. Sometimes the answer is no. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it's Mary no. Beth, a number of times you were trying to encapsulate feelings <laughs> about okay. Oh, well, I just, well, now that we have, what, four or five? We have four. Mm-hmm. four we have four. So, so yeah. four. So, I mean, uh, I just think each of these biopics, if you strung them together might have enough material for one show. Like oh, yes. one Broadway one show. show. <clears throat> or one yeah, or show. one biopic short film. Ooh, yeah, yeah that's like absolutely. Rock of Ages, right? It's yes. you know, you, you put a bunch of them. Yeah, all a the one hit wonders. That actually is not <laughs> a bad idea for a Broadway musical, one hit wonders. Oh. I had a biopic. Pat pending. I'm writing it. A million dollar idea. Right here. No, I had a biopic once. It came back benign. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Nailed it. What? No. Gotta have one of those a show, Stuck Adam. The landing. At least one of those a show. Landing. I like a good pun. <laughs> <laughs> I do. We do movie guys for kids on Saturday mornings. <laughs> Grandpa <laughs> Caius has to show up at least once a show. You gotta do it. There are, there are, like, I would like to see the Gigi Allen biopic. Oh, sure. That'd be great. That yeah, would be insane. But I would want to see that on stage, too. I yeah, want absolutely. to see that stage show recreated. Oh, it'd be crazy. Want to hear those vocals recreated? People shitting on stage. And yeah, yeah. Well, like, where's oh, the yeah. Janice Joplin? Bi- hasn't them been like discussed or wor- yeah? Well, or, like, for forever use with Melissa Etheridge and that. And then it never closed. happened. Yeah. And then isn't the Jimi Hendrix being shot right now, or is that already? 
That's happening. I, I, sure I so. predict. I mean, those are two that need to happen Indeed. soon. I like, predict the Alice Cooper. Who was? Oh, and that would be a great one too. Because Mike Myers has done that documentary, Supermensch, about his manager. Um, I don't know. No, I, I forget yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah. Mike Myers directed a doc about this guy. About the guy who managed Alice Cooper and a bunch oh, of other really? bands. Yeah, oh, apparently he's like this. Mr. Player, Mr. Involved in everything in Hollywood and music. And, uh, Never, never heard, heard of him. We, were yeah. not, we can't even come wow. up with his name, but he's oh, wow. the man, apparently. Huh. Wow. Big doc about him, yeah. He was a drug dealer. He was selling pot to Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix. Wow. And he needed a front to cover his money to explain where all his money's coming. And Jimi Hendrix said, you should be my manager. And that's when things <laughs> fell That's when things fell apart. Jimi Hendrix. Oh, so sad. Coming uh. soon to Broadway. One hit wonder. That's All right, so let's uh, let's get to know uh, our guests here, Andy and Mary Beth. <laughs> and Hi guys, fucking around with the question that we ask all of our guests. <laughs> yes. What is your favorite movie of all time? Mm. Hey, whichever one, like, go first. Is, uh, Who Do you want to go first? This, I will say it, and it's, it might not be a popular answer, but I'm I, one of the movies that I love the most and still quote. I have a dear friend that I quote this movie with all the time, and I think it's perfectly structured. Is When Harry Met Sally. Mm. That's fan. a great film. I am That's a great super film. huge fan of that movie. Just the structure of it I love quotable films too yeah, I love like when you do have yeah. a friend so that you many, can throw mm-hmm. that and yeah I t- I'll text lines I text mall I text mall rats lines to my sister <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I that's text great. mall rat lights to your sister too that's amazing <laughs> that's and great. in any movie where we will actively buy the fact that Billy Crystal could score oh, Meg someone Ryan. like Meg <laughs> Ryan is, is a brilliantly magic. directed movie that's you true. know movie that's magic. Movie. Buy yeah. into that. Oh, what, what do you what do you make of the uh Counter argument: The Devil's Advocate. That that's just a Woody Allen movie. Oh, oh. in oh. that there's nothing yes. wrong with Woody Allen movies. There's yeah. I mean, some of them. <laughs> I guess See, not I'm just a Woody Allen movie, but it really is Manhattan and Annie Hall. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And I, but I'm such a uh, weird Woody Allen fan because I feel like all the movies I like by Woody Allen are the movies that across the board people don't enjoy. The, like, the off-brand I ones, which Match September fan. I loved Matchpoint. Match I thought Did it really? was a great movie. Yeah. yeah, it was panned so hardcore. And I love, of course, I love the you know who doesn't love Annie Hall. And I mean, those are yeah. all great, but. But now I'm that I'm talking about another one, classic thought, Woody Allen, whereas Match Point is this other Woody Allen that doesn't. It's a that whole other, and it was kind of exciting. Like I was really drawn in of like this guy's amazing that he can do yeah, this it, as well as Annie Hall. But now that I'm talking it out with you, I think it's to Woody Allen's credit that w- that when Harry Met Sally has great structure, but then yes. Laura Ephron puts her own jokes in it. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And fucks it up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, have you guys ever seen Crimes and Misdemeanors? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Ah, my favorite Woody Allen. Oh, well, so if good. it bends, it's uh, funny. If it breaks, it's uh, not funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that, cr- oh, I've is that your favorite movie? Would you say that's your favorite movie? That's one of my favorite movies. I, I, I mean, I tend to enjoy documentaries a lot. Like, I'll, I'll like your uh, Manufacturing Consent uh-huh. or... Uh, Smartest Guy in the Room. Uh, that was an amazing movie. Smartest Guys in the Room, the Enron yeah, documentary. Have you seen the Enron documentary? Not yet. I've, it I've... is such a dissection of a psychology. And you, and it's interesting. Yeah. Like You can pick out people that you're when you watch that movie, you're like, some people just think the way these people think. You know. Now, that's a guy who faked his death. Definitely. Absolutely. That is totally Living somewhere. Brazil, right? He's on an yes. island right mm-hmm. now. That is you know such what? a you, fake death. When you said that earlier, well, I'm like, yeah. who the fuck was that? Yeah, Michael Jackson, I might be half kidding. That absolutely is absolutely that true. That guy is totally <laughs> alive. So fucking convenient. You're going to be sent to jail forever tomorrow. Oh, I had a heart attack. Wish I could go, but I'm dead. He golden parachuted right to that island. Yeah. So is that your answer, Andy? 
Uh, you know, I, I would probably, if I were, if like I like, what can you watch? Like, uh, like, what would you just pop in for comfort? We're not talking. This isn't the, the documentary, guys. No, Am I, I'm not mistaken. No, no. Documentaries, this, movies, this show the is movies. Really? Do you guys explore right. documentaries on sure. the show? Jiro dreams yeah. of sushi is one of my favorite. We, we talked recent. about bears. Oh, oh we just saw that. We Have just you, watched that together. I want to go to Japan so bad because of that movie for some bizarre reason. See, I I'm just a weirdo. I did not love that documentary, oh, no. and I watch a ton of documentaries. I love food, but I just really felt like it. I, it was lacking for me. Yeah. I, I can see that. I can see it. Um, but what were you going to say? I feel like we're... Oh, no, no, no. I, you I, had to pick like a movie, movie, like a Just scripted. pop in, like, I just want to watch 10 minutes of something. You know, I, uh, to be honest, I tend to go for shorter fare. Okay. Like I will watch, uh, like, I will watch a like two the Second City Network, or I, I will watch, a, I will watch, a sh- I will watch shorter form material all day. But I, I rarely pop something in or, or feel that way. Now I do have movies that I return to, like Your Godfather's. The, fir- yeah. the first two of those, mm-hmm. I may be, I may be controversial here, but I, I consider they're the fighter. The con- there are, only, there are only two of those. But yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, busting. And three Raiders and for sure three Raiders, <laughs> three Star Wars. But I don't know. I I tend to, but I do tend yeah. to like documentaries a lot. So I'll, I'll watch uh, Roger and Me all the time. Oh, I, yeah. I love that one. I just watched it again recently. I did yeah. not like that movie. Really? No, because it it for me it had a false premise. The 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 false premise was let's see how many places I can get kicked out of. Of course you're going to get kicked out of all the places you're not invited and you're not supposed to be in. And then he uses that as evidence. See, they're bad people. Look, schlub, well, if you showed up at my house and barged know, in with cameras. That's a but big I will move say, of his. He does that in well, every yeah, that's, documentary. That's the move, and that, that gives it its advertising flair, yes. and that gives this sort of purpose to the whole thing. But, he, but he, of course, in between all those moments, it's talking to people who live in Detroit and all that sort of stuff. So that's I, I've heard you talk about that before, and I think that you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not going... I'm that's not definitely going, a device he uses, perhaps to... Uh, perhaps a little bit more yeah. than he should. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to get a meeting with the guy either. Yeah. He's the president of a huge company. Like the Gamble Soup guy you wouldn't be able to get an interview with either. He's yeah. a huge president of a company. Proof positive he's a dick. Well, there's other things that make him a dick. <laughs> the fact that he got thrown out because you didn't have an appointment. Which makes you wonder why Phil Knight would meet with him at the end of the big one, his second movie. Oh, yeah. It's like, did you, for you didn't see Roger yeah. and me? Like, yeah. <laughs> Phil Knight from but I Nike's like, let's meet, and then he gets shit on. But I've said this before. you talking about bowling for Columbine? No, I'm talking about the big one. Oh, because there's a moment in Bowling for Columbine where I think you see the the ploy that Roger or that Michael Moore uses backfire on him, where he goes to Kmart and he's like, "I'd like to return some bullets," and they're in his spleen, and they're like, "Oh, what are we gonna do?" And then ten minutes later, Kmart comes out and says, "We're gonna stop selling bullets." And Michael Moore doesn't know how to be a dick about that. Yeah. See, I he's thought like, that was great, though. Like that to me was yeah, one of the most memorable parts of the film. But he like, got he got them to change. But he didn't know how to make fun of that because he didn't really want to affect change. He just wanted to make sure you didn't do anything, and then he could poke fun at you. But to to a point that's probably been made is that is that you know his films have no effect or they're just there to be rabble rousers. But to actually show the effect, like that, yeah. actually is kind of a vindication of his format in some ways too. That to me was that to me was one of the most memorable parts. Is like wow, something happened because because there is. Yeah. Yeah. Lot, there is a lot Usually of like, it's just oh, protest, yeah. Oh, but all I'm upset. saying is look at his face. He doesn't know how to respond in that moment. He's <laughs> like, oh, shit. Um, yay, we did something. That's a pretty impressive film. I think that it scene is. where he edits together the security cameras of the shooting oh. is just uh, combined with the way they oh, cut the audio amazing. together yeah. and the yeah. 911 calls. That is really effective. Yeah, Very that's effective filmmaking. Yeah. I mean, that's, he doesn't get enough credit for filmmaking sometimes, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't and the 9-11 treatment, when it just goes to black and you just hear that audio, I was like, oh, my God, that's such a... Because you don't want to see that footage again. Like, I don't want to be... I mean, well, I just, you just don't want to see that footage, you know, even though that's what's going on. But it's right in your head when he just plays the audio. I love that moment. That was yeah. 
very effective. Yeah. Yeah. My my second choice, mm-hmm. which I almost said, was Manchurian Candidate, the original. Ooh, wow. I've never seen that. that That's like I have, and I can't get there with you. Is that Frank Sinatra? We, we would not enjoy movies together. We should not get married. Uh, no, we should not. Um, <laughs> Andy, can you step up for me? Uh, the original, but the original, not the new, not the yeah, remake. Yeah. I, the original the was one of the like one of those Frank Sinatra right? I almost liken it to when I first read Ayn Rand in college oh. and I got on the Ayn Rand train yep. for like everybody, a, does. everybody, does, everybody does for like a year <laughs> and I was super like object you know Same objectivism here. individuality wow. you know everyone's like, a libertarian for 15 minutes exactly everybody. Everybody. <laughs> I, that movie though was kind of that impactful to me like oh my god like the conspiracy like uh, it was the first time I was, was like I had a visual example of conspiracy and how that could play out on a global or national level yeah. and it was just like oh, we're not safe you know yeah. like it kind of like instilled that like that piece Reflex of fear that, yeah, been there. Yeah. that had never been there I'm gonna like, start I'm gonna start not trusting people yeah so basically it ruined my life yeah. it ruined my life is basically what and I'm saying is, well, I became a terribly favorites. fearful person it's just I had that effect with JFK though you know JFK oh, yeah. is oh a thick and huge movie that, has, yes. that purports all sorts of different things I'm like I don't know what's true or what isn't true here but then I look at the news I'm like well savings and loan scandal yeah Iran Contra, why should I, why not say, you know, that. <laughs> why wouldn't that be true? <laughs> well, yeah, they haven't exactly reinstilled my confidence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, it, that's I had great. that exact response to JFK. And I, I, I've had two relationships end because of movies. <laughs> One was JFK. Ours today. Yes, today. <laughs> We're not getting married. <laughs> Three, so three relationships good. and counting the one today. I had, I, I, all the way home from that movie, JFK, I'm just blithering on yeah. and on about conspiracy and how everything's a lie. And of course, you can't tell anybody because everyone's in on it and all this. And then I also, so she broke up with me because you're like a raving lunatic. And then uh, Rushmore, I actually had to end a relationship with a woman who didn't like or get Rushmore. Well, you are right. You are correct. Sir. Yeah, on both <laughs> counts. Right you both like Rushmore? Oh, yeah. yeah right. It's a great I mean, movie. who doesn't? Yeah, like Rushmore, Come on. Right? Come on. I really can't relate to someone if they don't like yeah, Rushmore, it's right? Great. We just saw. Uh, we did, Mary Beth and I just left uh, a fine film experience. We saw 22 Jump Street. Oh, you just we saw it? We literally saw it today. Oh, that's and awesome. And I got to see it with uh, Jillian Bell, who is in the movie. Can you She's hold on also a on Workaholics just with me. Just one second. Sure. Wait, oh. no, I got to find I don't think I have it. You don't it. have it? Okay. Oh, you don't have I it? Have we have a music cue for What Did You See This Week? What? Theme song. What did you see? What did you see this week? Okay, now you can talk about it. That's the old That's the only one I can sing. The live version is so much better. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what the recorded version, but that was the It rocks harder. No, I forgot. We actually, yeah, we literally, that's why we were late because we had planned on seeing this with Jillian Bell, who is in the movie, who's also on Workaholics with me, but she has an amazing role. I mean, she steals the movie hands down for sure. It's brilliant. And we, I think we haven't even talked about whether oh, we like sweet. the movie because we literally perfect. drove separately and we arrived here. So I, I don't even know what I have he heard it is it. so funny. I was so surprised by the first one. I was like, oh my God, this is a really funny, self aware movie. It's yes. very aware of its action beats. It's very aware of its relationship dynamics. It's makes jokes this of everything. This is extremely self aware and yeah. the bits are great. I mean, uh, I was laughing out loud at so many different. Yeah, it's so many really of, the, of the self-awareness of it. Yeah. Like sometimes it, it c- crosses into over like naked gun territory where it's like, yes. that, oh, that's great. you are making a joke right now and you know it. Yeah. And it's delightful. Oh, like it's so super good. fun. But played very real and very, you know. And just, Jillian kills oh, it. Our, awesome. our buddy Mark Evan Jackson's great in it. Hilarious. So uh, and Jonah and J- I mean they have just great chemistry. What a great I comic mean, duo! Great comic duo. And I would not have guessed that three years ago that Channing Tatum right? would be entertaining me in any way. He's I thought hilarious. he was like a wood. But I know he's t- t- done a one eighty for me. Yeah, because I, he, when he was in like 
what Dear John and yeah. The Vow or whatever, yeah. and I was like bored to tears yeah. with this guy. He was he just found kind of a, a good-looking hockey guy. He won my heart forever in uh, This Is The End. When he played oh. uh, yeah. the, the <laughs> That's a funny bitch movie, or the man. gimp, rather. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you got... You got him yeah. to do that with Danny yeah. McBride. And that's, like, that's post-Magic Mike, where everything's been great. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. And the, and the great self-aware thing of the first 21 Jump Street is how attractive they make it. Like, he's attractive to everybody, and everybody that stands near him is like, what's that smell? Like, he's just like, <laughs> like, he's so attractive. They make all the jokes about just everyone falls in love with him immediately. Like, he goes to someone for information, and they're just like, you dreamy-eyed. It's it's such a great and joke. They, that's they, hilarious. I, I will say, I'm not ruining anything. They don't exploit that too much in this okay, movie, yeah. but they do the exploit his... Prowess Machismo. of just yeah, just of what an incredible you know uh, specimen of a man he uh-huh. is. Not in a uh, sexual way, but in a very. Because he's on a football team, and then Jonah Hill's the goth. Does he go goth in this? I thought saw in the trailer. No. Is there some shot where he looks like There that? is a shot, but okay. it's, uh, there's a great ending. And I, how do you guys feel about, like, spoiler alerts? And, like, well, what do you, don't, you don't guys spoiler. haven't yeah, seen don't, it don't yet? Don't do it. Well, th- that clip is from a really brilliant ending. Like, oh, a really okay. b- brilliant um, credit sequence cool, that they fun. have that is terrific. Okay, uh, cool. But I don't want to ruin it. Have anything. you guys seen uh, This is the End? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very much in that vein of, like, it's a very funny contemporary movie with a lot of it's a lot of pop culture references yes. and stuff like that yeah. but it's hilarious it's, it's really very good. funny yeah, yeah. I'm a big Rogan fan in fact last night I finally caught up and saw Neighbors oh how is it how is it they talk about stealing the show Ike friend Baron of the Holtz. show Ike Barinholtz who was in here that's what they say uh, he was in here like say a month Ike ago I, he was my favorite part and I love Seth Rogen I'm waiting for him to be awesome and his banter with Rose Byrne was meh it's, yeah. uh, so the banter wasn't working but anytime they need to hit a big joke it hit I thought yeah, uh, and Ike every time he was every on line. was just funny. Every line, oh, yeah. that's yeah. great. Really what do you uh, What are you two doing Monday? Because chances are you'll be on the Stern show. Yes, yeah, big true. things happen after this show. Ike was on four days later. Howard Stern. Well, <laughs> love it. God bless. Love yeah. it. That's yeah. us now. Movie with Tina Fey. Oh so, my gosh, yep. that would be amazing. Yeah. Thank Called you. A springboard. So thank you. I'll just thank you. You're now welcome for whatever no, the movie guys whatever bump. career delight. The movie guys bump. We call it. absolutely. All right, so let's uh, learn a little bit more about Andy with something uh, Adam sent me here. Let's. Uh, oh, I got a couple oh. clips. Oh, clips. Let's work out. Behind the scenes at the Paul Ryan photo Paul Ryan. Some time. That ridiculous workout. You know, I respect out. the president. He's Shoot. the first president who's black. I could be the first president who's bro. You know, there's a lot of politicians you might want to have a beer with. This hat to me says, I'm a politician you want to shroom your face off with at Dave Matthews. You guys have no idea how hard it is to appear this affable. I can shrug my own body weight. I don't really do P90X. I do like P1000X. I'm I'm really good at math, so I get extra numbers when I do stuff. That's a true story. That actually, <laughs> yeah. that actually this all happened. came from an interview with uh, Paul <laughs> that's Ryan. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. me doing Paul Ryan. I uh, I worked all day on that impersonation by going, oh, I got to remember my lines. Ah. And that's, uh, yeah. that's what came out. And by going and buying T-shirts from, uh, you had the yes, uh, we went down, the... up and down Hollywood Boulevard finding a tap out T-shirt. Tap out T-shirt. That's right. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've the that's the perfect intro to you. You've gotten very famous from doing your political videos. And, I uh, have. Uh, I have uh, become YouTube famous, which is exactly like being not famous at all. <laughs> it's very similar. So we shouldn't be trying fact, for that. We were trying. For they, that. Uh, well, we have that in common then. <laughs> Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson orders a pizza. I believe a thousand hits. Anyway. <laughs> but I, hey, that's a, that's a thousand more than you had before. Then. Right, exactly. But uh, but yeah, I do a fair I amount of pepperoni. like. Uh, I want pepperoni. I don't know what you charge that's for delivery. That's really good. Anyway. Is that you clinch? are like 
No. Oh, shut in- up. Oh, that's very good. Oh, you got to say top of the morning when you're doing Liam Neeson. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's Irish. Irish. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I okay. thought it was very good. You were right there. Yeah, I do, uh, I do a fair amount of political satire type things, and, uh, and a lot of them uh, uh, are sort of making fun of political things that I don't like. So it's, it's a lot of sort of Rick Perry. stuff. Yeah, yeah, Rick Perry was a was a. I saw that video. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so things like that, and it's going to be an interesting season coming up. Yeah, just he does politics. interesting things, like have like Rachel Maddow call him a comedy genius. I know, things like I know. That. <laughs> just little. I have to admit, I saw that on her show because I'm a regular yeah. watcher, oh, and yeah. I was like, "What? I know, on, right crazy, on, man. Good on right? you. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Very well, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And that's some serious liberal kudos, and Rachel oh Maddow calls God. you a genius. Chris Hayes, I mean, oh, yeah, very Chris funny. Chris, you know, he called Andy mm. very funny. Where's the place to see all this stuff? Uh, you can, uh, you know, on the Google machine. If you uh, <laughs> if you search Andy Cobb, you'll find a bunch of... To the uh, Google machine. A bunch of stuff that by now is dated, so we got to make some more. Got to right, make some right, more. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And we're actually putting out, uh, with Heavy Crude Video, a video on Monday. Uh, that's, What's Heavy uh, Crude? Heavy Crude Video, it's a, a group that I do some bits with. Actually, uh, the most recent thing that was on Maddo was with uh, Heavy Crude. So it's yeah. me and Mike Demanskis. Yeah. I uh, do a fair amount of stuff. And uh, we're doing a bit about the Koch brothers. Ah, yes. Uh, that's going to be coming out. The Monday, rich so. guys that love fucking with everybody. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so we're doing a bit about them. And it doesn't paint them in a positive light. It doesn't? No? I've no, heard they're great doesn't. people. Yeah, you know. It's not a fan letter per se. <laughs> yeah, not a fan letter. Uh, they just announced they're spending $300 million this uh, election cycle. Wow. That ought to get some assholes elected. You know, I was watching the John Oliver bit with the, uh, do you see his show oh, um, last, last week, week tonight. tonight? Oh, I haven't seen He this. did a great bit. I recommend everyone to go and find where he what campaign ads would be like on HBO where there's no censorship and it's I can't even describe the oh, Mitch McConnell <laughs> one it's freaking out of hand but he's funny man that, that show's really good oh yeah it I is really and it d- and noticeably better every week yeah. so if you were um, like I don't know if I should watch now jump in now you will get a great show every week yeah I'm going to um, jump in I haven't seen it yet yeah but he's uh, good concept for sure sorry yeah go HBO go you can, it's on demand you can watch yeah. them all um, but I watched that spoof of campaign ads, and I said to myself, I've never been swayed by a campaign ad ever. Yeah, I've never even, I don't think, had awareness boosted by a campaign ad I for mean, me. I mean, really, campaign ads could just be, hi, I'm running. Like, it's just to be now you know a, who a I vision am. in front of you. Yeah. It's not even like, uh, I love kids more than the other guy loves kids. Nobody pays any attention. To well, that. it's just to identify who's on your team. Yeah. Hi, I think like you do. Hi, Hi. Uh, <laughs> engage tribal neurons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's that's basically what just screwed Eric Cantor was these was this milk toast campaign ad. I mean, Rachel Maddow was talking about it on her show the other night. You're like that why he, ran, he lost? Yeah, that he he didn't take strong he didn't take a public strong um, uh, stand on his views of immigration, and so his district, who's very anti this new immigration law that's Obama's going to be pushing or wants to push Democrats have been pushing that Eric Cantor was ultimately going to attempt to support he was being very milquetoast because he didn't want to offend his district but he also didn't want to offend nationally everybody you know uh, who supports immigration so he went very middle of the road very boring and ultimately his rival was like this is what Eric Cantor's not doing for immigration he's supporting this for immigration and he won on that I mean, name, he, he upended know, the minority Paul leader. Blart, or whatever, what's his name? Paul Blart. Paul yeah, Blart. Like <laughs> you have to work on your Paul Blart. He's a mall cop. He's a mall cop. Yeah, mall cop. Something like that. 
but I, uh, I, but I think that reaction to to ads is something that uh, that politicians are intimately aware of, and they're yeah. you know they're they're trying to find different ways to break through. Those must be the most messages. like marketed thing to like test audiences and sh- and stuff. You know, oh, you think heavily yeah. focus grouped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. And there's some woman that said she slaughtered pigs or castrated pigs, so she was going to be able to castrate Washington or something. There was some ad. Oh recently. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did you, not that was see not focus that. grouped. That that would <laughs> seem a little more off the cuffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. It must Sorry. feel weird. Like they they took back the house or whatever with the Tea Party sort of bump that year, but they sort of welcomed lions into the into the house to to, to get that one election. But now these Republicans have to deal with these guys saying crazier stuff that's hit the base harder than they can. Well, and and now they're like the middle party. Yeah. They can't, they can't figure out where they are. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, uh, what's going to be interesting right now is you see all those guys from 2010 that got in that wave election, and now they've got to talk about foreign policy because oh, yeah, Iraq's yeah. blowing and up, and these guys have no fucking no idea. idea. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now. It just got sad. And now Nailed they it. have to discuss so foreign oh. policy. <laughs> that's so funny. You Becky, 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 Stan, Stan. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's introduce ourselves to Mary Beth a little bit with this. Get real. Act real, Alice. Because guess what? We're here every day at ten o'clock. Okay, maybe ten o two. But when we get here, the parking lot's all packed out, and we're SOL. So why don't you just scratch our butts a little bit and give us the bonus handicap parking spot, okay? First of all, work starts at nine. <laughs> yeah, and see this. This is me making a note of giving you that spot. Oh. Give parking spot to idiots. Change tampon. Kill self. Uh, change tampon, grody. That's not funny. Don't kill yourself. <laughs> that, of course, from Workaholics. My just finishing. Moment. Just finished season four of that. Am I right? Or uh, uh, yes, we finished season that's four, out and on... we're going into season five. I think in the fall. I haven't got. We have. I. I have not gotten my official pickup, and I have not gotten our production s- schedule yet. But you haven't but, been told no. But no, now, it's it is, is going to happen. But now you've I been on the movie when. guys movie showcast. You true. know what? You guys... bump forthcoming. That's all I'm saying. That, 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 that looks like the most doing. fun show to work on because those blast. three guys, they created it, right? Yeah. And they, do they write most of the scripts? They write all of the scripts. Yeah. Uh, they are the executive producers. Yeah. One of the and guys. The bosses. Who, a lot of people, <laughs> I, I, I think most people know this now, but Kyle Nuacek, who plays the drug dealer Carl on the show, is okay. also one of the creators of the show, and he directs almost every episode. Oh. We usually have like three directors that guest usually per season, but yeah. he does all the rest of them. And... He he does you know I feel like uh, he's not featured as much just visually on the show as much as the other guys but he's yeah just as actively amazing at making it such an incredible and, show. And what's the difference between say a first season where they don't know if this is going to be anything anybody's going to I mean there must have been so much doubt but then I mean that blew up quickly. It blew up really quickly. Yeah, it yeah. became uh, yeah. huge quickly. I don't know. Just. Uh, a cultural phenom with the young kids, you guys. You must have um, started getting recognized all of a sudden. Yeah, for sure. After before. that first season aired, I, my first experience uh, was going to this coffee shop I used to go to all the time uh, when I lived in Venice Beach. But the this guy, Constantine, if you're listening, Constantine, nice. thank you. He was one of the I think first he was my people. Uber driver. I think he's every Uber driver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was the barista there, and he just flipped out when uh-huh. he saw me. And I was, and it was one of the first times. So I was like, oh, "What is happening?" Right. No, like it doesn't yeah. doesn't There's something on my face. Yeah, like what's going on? And he was just like, Alice, oh my god, your Alice suck my dick, suck my dick. And I'm like, holy 
shit. You know, I'm like, we're in a fucking coffee shop. Like, a lot of people don't know who the hell I am. Like, that's probably not something you should scream. Boy, that's your where's the beef, I guess. If yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, and uh, and it's fun because when we go places, you'll see somebody recognize Mary Beth, and it's always kind of a fun person. Yeah, like it's it's a real young audience, and right? such a young person. Like usually. it's the guy with like all the tattoos yeah. and piercings in the wheelchair. That's like, hey, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I'll be honest with really... how late uh, uh, comer I am to that show. I'm a huge Arrested Development fan, and when those guys showed up in Arrested Development <laughs> a little bit at the airport, um, they killed it. And I went, yeah, who yeah, are yeah. these guys? Yeah. Looked them up. Boom. So I don't know. Maybe should have had a campaign ad, and I would have known about workaholics. Yeah, yeah. Right I, I came in late, but I've I've watched the show since. And friends of mine, other friends of mine, have been on it too. So, well, yeah. Mary Beth's going to be on another show. Yes, uh, which I just got cast in an HBO show called The Brink that's going to be starring Tim Robbins. Our show isn't Jack even Brink. over and you're getting work. Look at, Look at that. Wow. <laughs> check your messages right now. Yeah. Right now, check your messages. <laughs> Let me get my phone. <laughs> the movie guy mad. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, with Tim Robbins, Jack Black, Pablo Schreiber from Orange oh, wow. is the New Black. I don't know if you guys have watched Orange yeah, is the New yeah, Black yeah. at all. So he plays porn stash on the show. Uh, if they show up on Arrested <laughs> Development, then I'll probably start watching. That's, when you start. that's your baseline for you discovering any new talent. It would be great in the background with the father in the jail if the Orange is the New Black is just all the other prisoners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a new series on HBO? New series, yeah. We shot the pilot in, I want to say, just before January, January-ish. And it got picked up uh, in for nine episodes that will start shooting in August, August 5th, and through probably like October-ish. And what type of person are you playing in this one? Uh, so it's a really cool show about kind of, it's a dark political comedy that is, it's kind of centered around this, the brink of World War Three. This kind of oh. coup is happening in Pakistan. Comedy? And comedy, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's very, <laughs> it's it is very, a comedy. It's, it, it, oh, doesn't, it, it doesn't Suck sound like one, but it doesn't Suck sound like one. Every time I pitch the show to anybody, they're like, "This is a comedy." It really is. I mean, Jack Black is it's really hilarious funny. in uh, it. I mean, it, to everybody is. It's a lot. They got Jack Black well for a, a TV show. Yeah, and cool. Tim Robbins for a TV nice. show. Yeah, which is very cool. So, so anyway, so there's three storylines that are kind of trying to diffuse this situation. My storyline takes place uh, where it's the bureaucracy storyline because okay. uh, Tim Robbins is the uh, Secretary of State, and he's trying to defuse any military action that the president might take um, in this coup that's happening in Pakistan. And I play his uh, chief of staff. So uh, and he's you know the the pitch that that I've read in all the you know the bylines and of the movie or of the show is that it's about these three very like dysfunctional men who have a lot of power uh, in in regards to diffusing the situation. So Tim Robbins is kind of a womanizer. He's kind of loves to drink, loves to party, but of course he's so also brilliant <laughs> at his job. Yeah. And I I kind of have to wrangle him to get him to do his job. So it's a lot of me cleaning up. After Tim Robbins, because character. you're trying to avert World War Three, and these are not the three positions <laughs> to to try and yeah, do that. Yes, yeah, yeah. So Kennedy's in the White House. Yes, it's, okay. it's historical. He's womenizing and drinking. Okay. The Jersey Boys come to visit, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Steve Harvey has many cameos. So do you, uh, as movie guys, do you guys have plans? I know you've been in the backup plan, yes. uh, Mary Beth, and some, uh, maybe I another film or two. I love to be in more movies. I just got oh, actually, so. I actually just got cast in a very small role in a um, opposite Tim Roth in a movie uh, that's called Chronic that's actually being directed by this guy named Carlos 
um, uh, uh, sorry, not Carlos, uh, Miguel Franco, who um, directed a show called, a uh, movie called, um, I always screwed up, but it's uh, Dupril du Lucia. But oh. he's this um, amazing director. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, if you translate movie, any I'm movie's title into French, it sounds better. Yes. Like, totally. Think right? Like a Man Too. As, uh, you just, <laughs> <Prima. Portes. laughs> think Like a Man Too. Right? Oh, that's <laughs> translating it to the accent. But yeah, yeah that, that works too. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would love to do more movies to answer your question. Well, I'm I, trying to make that happen. Yes, and also going into make some. I mean, I've, you've made plenty of shorts, Andy. Do you, you got feature plans? Yeah, we're uh, we're actually working on a feature length doc right now. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's about um, a place called Fort McMurray, which is a town up in Alberta, uh, up near the Arctic uh, Arctic Ocean that ha- that from which. The uh, dirtiest form of fuel is mine, called oh, the tar really? sands. Oh, yeah. And so that's what's going to be going in the KXL pipeline. So it's about this town where uh, all this stuff emanates from. And uh, and we've done. Are, are they building the KXL pipe, pipeline, or are they just? You'd have to ask Mr. Obama, yeah. uh, President yeah. Obama. Uh, we are. We're going to find out if they're going to build the KXL pipeline. But uh, in any case, there's they're going to be mining this stuff. Are you rooting for it? I mean, good ending to the movie. I, right? uh, that build would, that thing. Come on. That would be a big boon for our movie, <laughs> and probably uh, bad news for the rest yeah. of us. So yeah. I, yeah, it's it's it's. I could go either way, but the rest right. of you, I would be uh, advised. Well, to that's be a question. It. When do you shoot something like that? Because you want to find the moment where this this town is either. At a crossroads, yeah, or like, yeah, 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 you know, like, like if that's, if they, that goes through, that's um, they could have found it. Yeah, they yeah. could have found that moment. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, it's interesting because the, there's a lot of stuff that's on hold up there, waiting to find out if this pipeline goes through. So there's a lot, you know, there's what a are they lot shipping of it out by now? Just throwing there's it in rail, cars? and there's 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 certain pipelines that go away, but none of them are so, sort of fit the bill. And then there's uh, tanker cars on on rails, yeah. and then actual tankers, big old trucks. They're just trying to get out any way they can. It's, Are those uh, the ones that have been blowing up? Uh, yeah, there yeah. have yeah. been some uh, issues <laughs> with things blowing up, and we had a little spill. Uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't tar sands oil, but we had a little oil spill in our neighborhood recently. Crazy r- coincidence, but a huge like an oil spill in Glendale, out right outside of this. Uh, this strip club Whoa. actually and you it sure was that was oil i know right that's uh, what i tell the, le- the old lady it's just a little bit of oil honey oh, <laughs> but yeah he it was spilling down the street and they caught all this footage and it was like what is the timing of this Did that you you're in the a, middle of making this yeah. documentary up, and you literally have an oil pipeline yeah, yeah yeah we we definitely we did some shooting around that just yeah. because it was such a you know bringing home sort of themes that we were working with uh, back into our own. Did you interview room. people from the strip club? I mean, that's a cool angle. That's a uh, funny angle on it, right? I mean, strippers had to stop stripping. We were people at the strip club. Uh, we uh, no, <laughs> that's how they discovered. They walked out of the strip club and there was oh, all this oil. This, oh, yeah. this place is a mess. <laughs> oh my God, it's daytime and there's <laughs> all over happened? <laughs> oh my God. Strip club <laughs> Tuesdays are never yeah. good. No. 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 Oh, no. All right, well, uh, continued success with everything, but, but we've got to wrap up the show. But before we do, we haven't talked quickly edge of tomorrow oh yes that's what we saw last week after we recorded the show i really want to see that i haven't seen it yet yeah well we are the tom cruise lovers here this guy especially. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. You guys like Tom Cruise? I like Tom Cruise. What's he's like, right? I'll watch him in a movie, absolutely. He's got like five bad movies, and he's made like 50 of them. Yeah. You know? oh, <laughs> he's brilliant. He he's, never the, he's never the reason the movie's bad, though. Never. No. You're never like, oh, too bad Tom was in it. Yeah, if, no, if only no, Tom true. weren't in that movie. Yeah, there's so much wrong with Far Away So Close. Yeah. It's not him. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Far and Away. Far and away. Oh yeah, yeah. Far and away, so, far close. Away that's, so close. That's Vin Vendors. Oh yeah, that is. Which he's Sorry, not. I am. <laughs> I know too many movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just far and away. Them. No, you're right. That movie is very just super forgettable. Ron cheesy. Movie, yeah, yeah and bad, but he's great in it. 
to trying really yeah. hard to get across the United States with the love of his life. But that he just is a big cheesy movie around him, unfortunately. Yeah. It's never yeah. Tom's fault. Unless you're no. a lady who loves that movie. Do oh, you? That right? I think it's delightful. Oh, oh, so, so it's so cheesy. Into... Okay, but here so what but it's you're a so girl. great. I, I love watching a movie I'm iffy on with someone who loves it because that they kinda let you know yes. what to, so the next time I see that movie, which never comes up, that is another movie that <laughs> is never on. Never yeah. referenced, never on TV. No stumbling on Nobody quotes away. it. No stumbling on that movie. We always say that about what's the other one? Chariots of Fire. Nobody references it. It's Nobody never talks on. about it. <laughs> Best picture. Who yeah, talks, they got an Who Oscar. talks about or loves yeah, that movie? No Nobody. Black Hole. Right in the Bermuda Triangle. So yeah. what, what what do I look forward to the next time I see that movie? What is what is the, what do you like about that movie? I just you know I think I saw it when I was very young sure. and you like knew that Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise were a mm-hmm. thing. So yeah. I just think honestly I enjoyed that movie because it was like getting a little peek into their banter and their you know their yeah. relationship. It's Cruise, which though. is not a reason to like it. And it's accents and it's period mm-hmm. and like yeah they're that's, all that's top of the morning. Yeah, crazy. and it's <laughs> top of the morning. <laughs> Get our lucky charms. Exactly. Or wagon training. But it's Tom Cruise is the reason to watch that. He yeah. really is. I, it's not can we talk Kidman. about legend for a second, too? Oh, or wait, is it legend? Yeah, that's no, the one with the big is. demon Tom thing? Yes. Tom Tim Curry? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That Scott was a great movie. movie. So Do you guys like that movie? Love oh, it. Okay, that's great. Amazing. Oh, that's an amazing That was one of those okay. HBO movies that was on all the time as yes. a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a question I ask the guests. What's the movie you only know because cable wouldn't stop running it? <laughs> so there's no other reason to know I would what. I say legend. Legend, yeah. Yeah, legend. Um, Plane, trains, and automobiles. Planes, yeah. trains, and automobiles. Escape from New York was the one that always oh. came on at like 10 at night on HBO. And it, was so, it was so spooky when I was 8, 9, 10 years old. <laughs> Dressed to kill. You'd Dress sneak to it. Kill it because well, Adrian Barbeau story. would show up with her big rack, and I'm like, oh. Yes. But they never uh, fell oh, out. Oh, boobs. Like those boobs again. <laughs> but the point <laughs> is, listeners. my adolescent life. <laughs> listeners, go see Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's Edge of Tomorrow. It is good. No, so, yeah, well, well, go on if you want. One interesting thing about Edge of Tomorrow yep. is that, obviously, it's Groundhog Day in, but with sci-fi. But, you know, knowing Groundhog Day as well as we all do, we've seen Groundhog Day. I mean, are you Groundhog Day fans? Uh, yes. It's a perfect film. That is a perfect There's film. There's few perfect films. That's one it's of a them. Perfect film. And it, it, and Groundhog Day establishes its beats so perfectly for a challenging thing. It's almost like it's the degree of difficulty is gigantic. Mm-hmm. Like that's how we say about Memento. That is a dive off the board while standing on your hands first. It's you're just the degree of difficulty is already hard. Uh, but so Edge of Tomorrow, I was amazed because I watched it in terms of Groundhog Day beats. And there are certain ways where they summarize and they don't relive the whole day. They just show you part of it. It's very cleverly edited. The editing is pretty impressive. And, and a reason why you're interested most of the time is because of what they cut out. Because he has to live the whole day over again. But just like in Groundhog Day, now you're just seeing the three slaps on the date. You know? Yeah. You, you know, and, and it plays stuff like that. It, it does things like that. And you skip days, just like in Groundhog Day. But then they reference what happened clearly in the previous day. Which one of our favorite moments we, we laughed at really loud is he goes in to visit this military leader because they're trying to stop you know this uh, they, they need yes. his help and he already early on before he started repeating days has an established bad relationship with this colonel and his playbook call me right uh brendan gleason brendan yeah. gleason. whatever same thing yeah. uh, anyway far and away <laughs> far and away top uh, of the morning and so he brings in uh, uh he and um emily blunt come in and she's a badass and they're trying to discuss this with him and then tom cruise says wait 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 don't kill him this time <laughs> and then all of a sudden Brendan Gleeson gets a look in his face because they've killed him in a previous timeline because he didn't cooperate and tom cruise goes you're a very stubborn man yeah yeah that's great 
that's when Tom has his shit together. And every movie oh. Tom Cruise is in, he's the man. He knows he's everything. Great. He does everything. And it's, so it's fun, actually. I really enjoyed watching him be a kind of a schlub at the beginning of this yeah, movie he's a and great gain schlub. his skills with each time he relives the day. So he's kind of a, he's kind of a, a, a face for the war more than a guy getting in the shit and really digging around fighting. So as a face, he's all, well, I don't know what to do with a gun or what do we do? You know, so, and, and he played it well for yeah. a part he doesn't play much. Yeah, because he gets thrown into the war in the mechanical suit. He's, he's, he's one of those officer training guys who just went to ROTC and was just a, a suit in the military. And this uh, Brendan Gleeson, who hates him, sends him into battle to kill him, basically. Yeah. And and I love weaselly Tom Cruise, who has a lot to learn. You know, he's going to he's going to just like Bill Murray. He's going to become a better person. And of course, he's going to save the world. But uh, but. I love that 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 Tom Cruise at the beginning when he's getting sent into battle. That squeaky voice, like, "Look, there's been a mistake." You know, yeah. that's sort, yeah. sort of Tom Cruise. Like, I don't even belong here. I don't even belong here. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And then, of course, he becomes total badass Tom Cruise, which we know he can do. You yeah. know, it saves the world. It saves the it world. Kicks the shit out is of there a convention? I mean, unless you think it'll spoil it for me, don't tell me. But is there a convention like the alarm clock, which I think is so featured in Groundhog Day? Yeah, the alarm clock is him waking with the start. Well, no, right. he just gets so killed randomly. And and so it yeah. kind of goes back to Yeah, but that. when he wakes up, like, she's saying like Bill Murray. Oh, he always wakes the up at the same time. always the yeah. alarm clock. He's always like, on a duffel bag yeah. and he goes, huh, when he wakes yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He wakes up at the same time. He's handcuffed because yeah. he had to be forced in the battle. Oh, yeah, that's right. He wakes up, up there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right I really then. thought you were going to say, is there a convention we can go to if we love Tom Cruise? <laughs> 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 Tom Cruise convention. Because <laughs> Lily would like Ooh, to go to that. I would totally start that. A Tom Cruise booze cruise. Real quick, though. Tom Cruise booze cruise. If you are a big Tom Cruise fan, night and day. I haven't seen Night and oh, Day. Oh, Do I we'll need to it. see Night and yes. Day? Okay. I mean, I, I think if you're it. even a, not a Tom Cruise yeah. fan, you'll love Night and Day. It's so clever. Oh, oh real good. Totally huh? Everybody's it. great in it. Yeah. It's It's a 1980s Goldie Hawn, yeah. Mel Gibson movie. Absolutely. With Tom Cruise and yeah. Cameron Diaz. <laughs> really? <laughs> and, and, and there's a there's a whole subterfuge at the beginning, too, where you don't realize who he is, and when you do find out, the opening like 30 minutes is the is amazing yeah. because you find out that he's like this a hitman and that she, the plane that she's boarded which I think he tried to get her off I won't spoil anything Great, but don't ruin it for yeah, me yeah, but yeah, I will yeah, totally yeah. see yeah. it but there's one that's not on Forgotten Jim Forgotten yeah Jim. you can't find yeah, that you one you gotta find that one and Jack Reacher if you haven't seen Jack Reacher I haven't seen that's Jack more Reacher of a boyish yet. movie like badass like guy but yeah. like night and day like the relationship dynamics are just but in both of those Tom starts out a champion Exists the entire movie, winning and then wins in the end. He just wins the whole time, <laughs> yeah. which is my time. Yeah. But it's got really good action parody type stuff too, because he's like a guy who can kind of do everything like that. But there's just moments where like she'll be in trouble, and then he'll just like fall on the hood, and he'll be like, "Hey, how's it going? Hey, June." <laughs> yeah, he's always talking her down. And then down. he kills a yeah. bunch of people. Hey, okay, what you want to do? You're going to go over there. <laughs> I got so this, June. It. I got this. I got yeah. it. You're doing great, June. <laughs> You're doing great, June. Because <laughs> she's always freaking out, but he's like, "I got this." <laughs> All right. Well, hey. That wraps another movie oh. showcast, everybody. Uh, follow us on Twitter at The Movie Guys, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, as well as YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, even LinkedIn, all that shit. We're on LinkedIn? I post our shows there. Hurrah! Oh. I find it. You know you do, because at work, I check my LinkedIn at work. I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, the show's the show on. <laughs> I don't comment much else. Like, Twitter is really where you'll get, like, three or four jokes a day. Hi. Quality jokes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and thanks to Andy Cobb and Mary Beth Monroe. Yay! Thank you, guys. Yay! We love you.
We had so much fun. What is there? What What's the big plug? Do you guys have Twitter handles and all that we should be yeah. following? Sure. At Mary Beth Monroe. At Andy Cobb. Oh, look at that. Got Very in early. Easy. Didn't yeah. have to put an underscore like I did. Oh, you did. Or they shelled out a ton of cash to get them. No, oh, I wish. No, <laughs> I, mine was just available. I spell it with an I. Coke I, brothers so got easy. to them first. Uh, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna get the cop one. <laughs> uh, thanks also to Steve Scholes for his writing contributions to the show every week. And remember, you can find uh, everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. We'll be back next week celebrating all things Transformer. Ooh. Ooh. And we'll see you then. Gotta wow. be. <laughs> I'll be with Jill Benjamin. I didn't realize that was Andy doing that. Oh, what song? I didn't either. I didn't either. I was like, what? I thought you remixed this song. <laughs> And then it got serious. <laughs> go out on the Hulk. You gotta go out on the Hulk. And then uh, trouble struck. And then yeah, we're working. We're working hard. Gr- Until <laughs> it ran sad. out of weed. I just feel so sad. Hey everybody, let's go walk down the road and look for another adventure, shall Can we? we? Slow fade. Let's do it. Jack myself off tonight. <laughs> <laughs>